0: Okay, but well, the, I'm just like, alright, just show El Chapo as like the big guy. You're using that way I was like, definitely
1: use El Chapo as the big guy. But, like, just fucking pour Pour
0: three full glasses. Let's get rid of the bottle. That's what I'm saying. That we're not fucking halfway through. We're like, oh, bro, you want. And then we're making Juan. more noise. Yeah. Poor Juan. Juan, what's your middle name, bro? I have none. Alberto. You have none? Nah, you but. You have a middle name? Nah, Is this I don't. Street Juan Barbosa? Yeah. Can, we, he, give, can he, we give you a nickname? A middle name?
2: I don't think so. I don't think I like what you come up with. <laughs> <laughs> Do you
1: parents just get like lazy or tired or you know,
2: like I'm I'm like Juan Barbosa the second or third or some shit. Okay. I know that I have a, a Do you have
1: like a second or third last name?
2: Oh I guess, yeah, I mean who everyone does, but like I don't like, I don't, I don't use it. No, I don't use it, no.
0: Like it's not on your birth certificate. Nah.
2: Junior's on my birth certificate.
0: Wait, it's literally Juan Barbosa Junior? <laughs> damn right. <laughs> like the word junior? That's That's damn I'm right, on. homie. Yeah, because your fiance always calls it junior. And she it always does. throws me off. She's like, Junior no, he's a grown fucking man. <laughs> like, get-
2: if anything, that's yeah, low-key, like, yeah. that low-key has become, like, the middle name equivalent. But only, like, my very close family ever calls me that, because nobody ever knows this shit, except for now you guys and the no, rest of the podcasting no, yeah, world.
0: Exactly. Now everybody knows, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs>
2: Hello, beautiful people.
0: Welcome to Bro taste
1: This. we break down wine, talk about Luis's digestive issues and Juan's political issues. And I'm a great listener.
2: Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Bro Tastes This, where we break down wine, food, news, and our childhood trauma. I am Juan Legend. Joining me is Jay motherfucking May, as well as Luis Pablo today. Yeah,
0: what, 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 what are we talking about today?
2: Thank you for asking, Luis. I'm glad you asked. This week we're going to be talking about the events that took place at Astro World, Aaron Rodgers and his 500 pages of research, and shining light on men's mental health and health overall.
0: Astro World, more like Afterworld. Am I right, guys?
2: Damn. I mean, that's what TikTok was saying.
0: Dude, bro. Honestly. Bam. Let's get right
2: into it. Let's, yeah, honestly.
1: Wine, what are we drinking? Three words <laughs> Devil, Illuminati, Donald Confirmed. Trump. Confirmed. Hollywood. <laughs> Confirmed, bro. <laughs> so, like, five words. You
0: cannot tell me that that shit was not all planned and he sacrificed those people to get a number one album.
2: I mean, that makes bro, sense to me. All
0: the facts are there. All- Open your eyes, dude. Did
2: you see all that occult symbolism?
0: Dude, the mouth opening to the gates of hell are the same ones.
2: See you on the other side? What else oh. is that supposed to mean?
0: And we all know that Travis Scott is demonic because of his music.
2: Damn right. You
0: but, you listen to Sycamore a couple times, bro. You feel like doing some shit.
2: You, you kind of feel like uh, hurting somebody.
0: Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more.
2: Son of a bitch, dude.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 Why
1: are we drinking today?
2: Beaujolais. Yeah, today we're going to be drinking uh, Beaujolais Village Special Selection. This particular one is made by the winemaker <laughs> oh. Jean Claude Debon, and it is the vintage 2020. What'd
1: you call that? Me? That shit fire. Um,
2: this particular wine is made <laughs> with 100% Gamay grapes. What'd you call me? <laughs> the expectations for this grape, I'm going to read off a few things. Please go ahead. Oh you know what actually before I do that, so I, it's not it doesn't become a suggestive thing, why don't you guys like taste it and then give us like a uh, brief tasting notes for
1: it? Oh, I taste it. This thing,
0: it's delicious, man. Can I just say the shit? It's cold as fuck. <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> like <laughs> it's so cold. This is the coldest red wine I've ever had. Yeah. Like, like I'm not trying to be an asshole, but but, <laughs> but, but is this peanut water? <laughs> I might as well add more ice. To it <laughs> it <laughs> is not that cold. Bro, it's so cold.
2: It's cold to the touch, but it's warming up. It warms up fast.
1: It's like a, it's like a red sangria. <laughs> like, I, like I wish it was so cold so I could taste it better. <laughs> no, 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 it's good, it's good, bro. No, it's really good though. Yeah, what um, fruits
2: would you guys say you taste in there though?
1: Red
0: fruits, man. You know. Red berries. fruits. Those berries
2: red berries all right red all right berries,
0: all right you know. i go like some dark pit like like uh but it's sweet like plum pit in yeah it. yeah good point you know like that kind of like it has like plum skin i should say and
2: it has some tannins in there for a medium to light white or very medium to light, light red wine yeah because i feel that drying effect on the mouth
0: mm-hmm. it is a very dark wine but it's not very heavy yeah it's very medium body uh- it's not go ahead a very easy one to drink i was about to say the same thing like yeah. For yeah. people who you know listen to this podcast who are like i'm not really sure what to drink get a beaujolais yeah man. get a beaujolais like it's not going to be sweet but it'll have those fruit factors that you look for right. yeah and when you no, go ahead no no finish, finish that you like look for when you're you know like when people first start drinking wine they go to, like moscato or riesling like or like the sweet reds because you know that's probably the easiest to drink but dude like this isn't hard to drink at all. Mm-mm.
2: Definitely. Like, this is, seems like a good step up to graduate from, like, a sweet red. Oh, no. If you consider yourself, like, somebody who likes, uh, like, a red Moscato or Roscato, like, those, like, sweet Italian mm-hmm. reds, all that sort of stuff, uh, try the Beaujolais Village, like, or, um, or any level of Beaujolais, because apparently they come in three levels. Um, they tend to be very fruit forward. Very fruit forward. As you were, you were saying as well, Jorge? Yeah,
1: yeah, no, very fruit forward, very good. And, and you look cool asking that guy at the wine was like hey yeah. do you have any Beaujolais like, yeah. French, Damn right. it's a good French easy to drink wine. it's yeah. a sexy French yeah, word yeah, right,
2: yeah. Right. Beaujolais just just say, say that like right two now, or, or three you know, times in front yeah, of a exactly.
0: girl just walk in and be like bonjour bonsoir bon après midi je m'appelle Louis I was wondering if you had other uh, Beaujolais today they're like all right, all right, you fucking. Man. All right, Toronto over yeah. here. <laughs> all right, you dirty Mexican. <laughs> Anyways, it's good brush. wine. <laughs> You'll like it.
2: All right. Well, as I was saying earlier, this particular one is made by Jean Claude Debon. The vintage is or the year is twenty twenty. What was his name? Jean Claude Debon. Guy?
0: What's the movie the name? What was it? Claude. The guy from the Heart of Lion.
2: Yeah, like. Jean Claude Van Damme, the guy from Expendables. It was like his uh, slightly uglier French cousin, yeah. <laughs> that that is a vintage. from Brussels, bro. Damn right. That. What is this? What is what? Why is it? Anyways, French before you guys <laughs> <laughs> interrupted over here, the price on this wine happens to be fourteen dollars. The expectations for these grape Cheap, or this yeah. grape um, uh, are gonna be red berry, perfumey, very floral the wine bursts on the palate with like some dark cherry or perhaps cassis and cocoa notes What's cassis, cassis oh, is a, cassis, a dark purple fruit you
0: ever tried
2: one i have not i've had uh creme de cassis though yeah like the liqueur that he's talking yeah, about yeah, yeah
0: that's that's the only way the reason that i know
2: it. yeah the that's the only reason cassis. that i know i haven't had a lot that particular fruit but i've had a shit ton of of uh different liqueurs so that's how i know that one like, I was going to say Beaujolais is located on the southern tail of Burgundy. It's located just north of the city of Lyon. It's picturesque vineyards, cedars, rolling hills, and running along the River Somme, where wine making dates back to the time of the ancient Romans. The soils here are composed of mostly granite. The area has a slightly warmer climate than the rest of the Burgundy region. Cool.
0: that's no, yeah. Really good wine. Definitely. I. Um. Go get it, cause. If you drink wine or if you want to start drinking wine that's kind of my biggest thing is go try something like this and it just it's a nice step up for uh casual wine drinkers hey, or,
2: I, yeah i was gonna say this actually happens to be like the recommendation for most casual wine drinkers if you or if you're having a party yeah. if you're having a get together if you just want some everyday wine that you want to keep around the house mm-hmm. this is the wine to to go with that because it's super light super easy to drink it almost drinks like alcoholic juice. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's just it's super delicious. Um, but yeah, it it is a very uh, good casual wine to keep around the house for get-togethers, parties, podcasts with two other friends, you know, yeah, things like other, that.
0: Two other dirty Mexicans. whoa! whoa What's up man. with the
1: aggressiveness today, Pablo? Are you alright?
0: You know what,
2: man? Why are you always lumping this guy into Mexicans?
0: Yeah, we all know that he's uh, clearly not Mexican. I'm clearly Nigerian. Oh, oh clearly. you know what that means? Breaking news! <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are talking about Astro World and the events that took place over the weekend. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, can you? T- tell me what your uh thoughts on the event was before i start going to the facts or what you have heard about the what facts. happened the facts yeah the fact like actual facts not I, just the I, satanic no shit. let's hear the facts first the facts first okay i
1: just want statements i don't want explanations i want s- okay statements okay statements live
0: them. nation entertainment are the ones that hold the event they also do a lot of and a couple other events like across the world and they are pretty much known for their bad planning and bad security Uh, specifically like i went to la this last uh most recently like a month or two ago and yeah i mean people run in they don't hire enough security the safety checks are always way minimal you can pretty much sneak in with anything it's 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 pretty easy yeah and for astroworld in general the same thing happened except on a much bigger scale like there wasn't enough security um a bunch of kids ran in because they wanted to go see travis scott and specifically during Travis Scott performance was when the biggest incidents happened and the biggest injuries was he was the only artist performing at once. So at that time, which makes sense because he's the, you know, it's kind of his main event, but at the same time you have like 50,000 kids, not kids, but like, you know, young adults, yeah, all y- young people operating yeah. at the same exact spot at the same, you know, location. So that's when they had eight people die on Friday night um and hundreds more were injured there was essentially like a stampede trying to go watch him and it is the now 200 deaths and 750 injuries since live nation worldwide started doing events back in 2006 which you know obviously if you're at a music festival there's going to be injuries like but to the point where there's deaths and people aren't well controlled that's just ridiculous um, Travis Scott came out afterwards, and you know had a very soft ass, very bullshit apology. And I don't think the the he can't be victimized, but he has to be aware that like some of this shit does what kind place? of rely on his shoulders. What do you mean he, he can't think, be victimized? Something.
1: Yeah, go ahead. Explain
2: what you're saying. Yeah, what does that mean? Like, like he can't be blamed? Is that like what you're
0: saying? He, he can't be fully blamed, but he also the. Do you think it's both their fault? What's up? I think yeah. I think if he's the one doing the event, like it is Astroworld for a reason. Like it's his thing, he has to know that okay, I got to partner with the best security and the best, um, entertainment group because uh, people want to go see him.
1: Should he be canceled?
0: He shouldn't be canceled to the point where I'm seeing things like, oh, unfollow him. Yeah, all that. Say. Like I don't think it's. A, I think his apology could have been better. I think yeah A black and white video Where you're like Groaning and moaning Into the camera Like that's yeah. definitely not okay Just cause it looks so soft And, and like, he looked like
2: Distracted the whole time Yeah he's he was like, like
0: Oh man
2: Twirling with his hair And yeah, stuff Yeah
0: and it's like That looks worse Than what actually Happened And like when you're Dude it's difficult When you're at that event As a attendee To like maneuver around So I can imagine like He's up there on stage Doing the Fortnite dances And you're not fully aware of what's going on because you just got somebody in your ear and you got the music in your ears. You're kind of like distracted and he's trying to perform the whole time.
2: Well, while, while reading for this story, did you guys come up or come across how, uh, some incidents like this have happened with him in the past?
0: Uh, not
2: to this level, no. but some, yes. some other stuff has most, happened most, at most, his yeah. concerts. Uh, I was going to say, for example, uh travis scott was sentenced to one year of court supervision after pleading guilty to reckless conduct charges stemming from a 2015 incident in chicago at the Lollapalooza music festival
0: yeah this was uh yeah yeah uh
2: at the time chicago officials said scott encouraged fans to vault security barricades however at that time no one was injured Uh so essentially travis yeah. was like telling people like fuck security like Try it, like.
0: Yeah, he had a documentary on that was on Netflix for a while. I don't know if it still is, but it is a. Uh, it is very common for like rap concerts to be very intense. Yeah. And, like a lot of mosh pitting. It's essentially the modern day rock stars. I mean, yeah. It's not his intent.
2: He, no, I mean, he was bro. literally no, said no, it, bro. No, I'm
1: saying not his intent to hurt for people to get hurt.
2: I mean, but Dude, I hom- homie, you're the man. you're the one. Yeah, you're the not, master not, of ceremonies of the concert, you know. Yeah, like, it's
1: not his intent to, to harm people.
0: It's not his attempt to harm people, but it is it is his attempt to like he
2: he told people to try the lack, security. It's lack of, like,
1: no, it's his lack of awareness. That's not. He not literally
2: really. got convicted, homie. Yeah, right? I know what I'm saying. Yeah. Imagine how hard it is I mean, to get convicted kind of, for something you're saying, like that. You're saying
1: he's trying to like. You're saying it's like a form of like him saying that these people should hurt. Like, be hurt. No, I'm
2: not saying that yeah. at all. I'm saying that he was just careless enough to say, yo, you, 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 my fans, yeah, careless. fuck careless. these security. Like, get up here, let's party. That's, like, what yeah, he's going he for, saying, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like, that's like be saying. a rager, you know? Yeah. But I'm yeah. saying his intent wasn't uh, yeah. to get hurt. Is what what I'm well, I, that's never but he, 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 it doesn't have to be. You know that these thousands of people are going to, like, Fuck these thirty security guards up.
1: He's a rapper. You can't expect to put all this type of like, pressure on him, this guy for
2: homie. Like he's done it multiple times. Like let me let me keep reading because I didn't even get to finish. Uh, two years later, after the Chicago incident, he was accused of inciting a riot at the Walmart Arkansas Music Pavilion in Rogers, Arkansas, after urging members of the crowd to rush the stage. He was literally doing what you're telling me he wasn't doing. Yeah. Several Please. people were injured, including a security guard and a police officer. Scott pleaded guilty to disorderly conduct, and he, he was ordered to pay court fees and restitution to two injured people. I'm going to keep going. Uh, weeks later, a 23-year-old <laughs> fan was partly paralyzed after allegedly oh being God. pushed from a third-story balcony during a performance by Scott in New York City. A lawsuit filed by the fan faulting Scott for his injuries is still pending in court. Wait,
1: wait, so he... What, what,
2: so weeks after the Arkansas riot, um, a 23-year-old uh, man was pushed off of a third-story um, level balcony, balcony in, in, in at one of his concerts. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I don't know the full details of that, um, but there's still a lawsuit that hasn't been thrown away um, that's faulting Scott for his injuries, and usually... They get thrown away pretty fast. It if fucking, any if rap it if it's conference. pretty obvious that it's not his fault, it would get thrown away pretty fast, and it's still pending in court. Yeah. And it's been in court for at least a few years now.
0: Dude, it, it's it, it feels very unsafe. Like I've had to yeah. like, I've had to leave Lollapalooza stages before because it's just too. Wide. The crowd might be Literally. too rowdy. Yeah. Yeah, specifically at the most recent one. Um, young Th- no, not young. Thug, uh, Playboy Cardi came out and he performed right before Miley Cyrus which is a terrible idea because there was these, like, 16, 14-year-old, like, you know, tiny white girls that were just like, we're going to camp out. We're going to wait for Miley Cyrus because we want to see a good spot. And obviously, like, mobs of people rushed to go see Playboy. And then just
2: bullied them out of the and way, essentially. Them. Them. <laughs>
0: well, they were, like, they were actively being told, like, you guys need to leave. Like, yeah. it's going to get crazy. And the girls were like, no, we're going to stay. And do people got hurt. You know, people got pushed over. Like essentially, you know, same thing. But that's what happens with these rap guys, man. Like, yeah, they they throw on a hell of a performance. These There's mosh pits. <laughs> Fuck these rap. Guys. Yeah, dude. That's why I only listen to fucking country. All right. Damn so, right, man. Hey, God, guns, and country. If it doesn't so talk
2: about the flag and God, I ain't listening.
0: Hey, true. And uh, let's go, Brandon. Let's all give a round of applause. That's right. Let's go, Brandon. Who's Brandon? Bro. <laughs> All right, yeah, don't don't be coy. <laughs> Tell us
2: what your people mean by let's go, Brandon.
0: Yeah, man, I don't know what that means. Oh, he's being serious. Ah, okay, All okay. right, fair enough.
2: He's not one of those kind of Trumpies. <sighs> oh, right, oh, oh Trumpy, breaking bro. news. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Rodgers has stated that he's
0: immunized. At this
2: point, <laughs> the people think it's an... Or, this is an inside joke <laughs> we're going with. You're a Trumpy. Yeah, you're you're right. going to be defending their kind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm going <laughs> to defend them. All right.
0: Uh, fellow anti-vaxxer Aaron Rodgers <laughs> <laughs> has come out and said he's done his own research over 500 <laughs> pages. And has even consulted now good friend Joe Rogan for treatments against <laughs> against COVID. Uh, while discussing treatments, I've been taking monos- monoclonal antibodies, ivermectin, zinc, vitamin C and D, and HCQ, and I feel pretty incredible. He told. The Pat McAfee show. <laughs> the reigning horse, horse GH. <laughs> the reigning horse, horse GH. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Is that the ivermectin shit? No, man. What the Abermectin hell is Abermectin. horse GH? Growth hormone. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> the reigning NFL MVP claimed to be, to say he has an allergy against the uh, MARNA in the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines and chose not to get the Johnson Johnson shot due to reported side effects. Okay. <laughs> Let's re- quickly just go around the room, starting with a Uh Do you are, are you f- really funny? <laughs> I think I think he's a funny guy. As an anti vaxxer yourself, are you glad to have somebody like <laughs> <about> this representing <laughs> you? Yeah. Do you like this yeah. having Aaron Rodgers as a
2: new face good press? of Wisconsin, of your good press. group?
1: Best way to go about it. Yeah. No, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, Aaron Aaron Rodgers was. I don't know. I think I think it's kind of stupid since like are, NFL they're not forcing them to get vaxxed if I'm understanding this right? That is correct. So You're correct. What's, what's really, I don't really see the harm of what he... Let, let me give he, you guys like the 101 like, of the situation. I don't, I don't understand why he did it, I guess. Yeah. Like, it really makes no sense. Like,
2: L- Let me give you guys a one-on-one, and then we'll hear like what you guys. But
1: I also think it's fucking stupid because, like, I know they make them like wear masks on the side. Maybe that's why yeah. he wants to do it. But they're out in the field, freaking breathing on each other, each other. A lot of each it other. is
0: semantics and looks.
1: Yeah, yeah. It is. It's just. It's just the look of it, which also is kind of stupid at this point. Like, like I, I, make make them wear a mask on the field then, if that's what works. You know what I mean? That's that's
2: not what people are angry about. The number one issue that I've seen people like be upset about is that he represented himself as having like been vaccinated cuz he was he, telling people during, he was immunized during an, was yeah during an interview um he exactly when he said they or he was asked uh, Aaron what's your opinion on the vaccine or have you been uh, vaccinated he was i he said i have been uh, immunized yes others on the team have not been vaccinated you know, using that keyword others, you know, excluding himself yeah. from that group and say and then he went on to say that's their opinion. And I respect that. Obviously, like that simp- or that statement sounds very harmless. But when you go like and see it with like a 2020 hindsight, he was literally lying and telling people for months and giving interviews with no masks to people who had the right to know that he was vaccinated or not.
1: I think this just means that he should run for mayor. <laughs> agree. I agree You know let's Honestly this, Low process.
2: key, low governor, key governor, governor. Yes, This like, this makes does. sense yeah. It does, it does. Yeah. Worst,
0: worst governor A good liar ever. A yeah. liar is a good politician <laughs> yeah. so, I, uh, You're not wrong about that I, so That's I, totally
1: right I think I think we should change the narrative here and, Wisconsin and say, already loves him And say Aaron Rodgers
0: 20, 2024 Yeah for mayor I, Dude I can not agree For a governor that means. I low key totally agree with you I think that's our new Our new oh, slogan okay. That we're gonna pursue Him and his fiance Who His fiance then the f- there was Shailene a- Woodley or yeah yeah. Uh, yeah there was a Oh photo- he's stuck to one girl now? Yeah, he's he's nice. uh fianced up. And you'll see why. There was a photograph of a man who looked similar to Aaron Rodgers out in the streets mm-hmm. and it wasn't him. It was just some guy that looked like him. Yeah. And they were like, "Oh, there's this picture of Aaron Rodgers still out and about." And it wasn't him. And it like if you looked at the picture, you're like, "Clearly was It was Aaron never Rodgers. him. It was yeah.
2: like a the guy was way too thin." Yeah, but yeah. then
0: his fiance Shailene Woodley came out and said while this press uh only wants to do <laughs> uh anything to get scraps on my fiance. I know Aaron's body very well and his feet are much bigger. And then Quote. she had a winky face. Quo says it Monica Lewinsky? <laughs> yeah what the fuck is this she's like his feet would are much bigger what what kind of shit hey you know shout out to shanley Woodsley for being a ride or die you know what i mean she's like no nah, that's true that's true you, i got you boo
2: right. at least she's out there like
0: yeah she's like his feet are much bigger
2: fighting the media theoretically yeah
0: but overall my opinion about this whole incident is he just should have been honest and yeah, cause that just makes it look worse. He he just looks like a liar. Probably yeah. didn't think it, gonna caught to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah but then that caught. also just kind of means he's a liar, you know, yeah, he, I mean, he didn't think he was going to get caught. He was all, willing to lie. Yeah.
0: We, yeah. We all lie. We're, some we're bit. All but it just, it looks worse because it's like, dude, you're, I get it when like these athletes don't want to Kyrie Irving's another issue, but yeah, I
2: was going to say, I feel like Kyrie Irving. He's a weirdo. He's I, I respect. Weirdo. <laughs> I, I understand that he's a weirdo and he has some weird opinions. But.
0: Kyrie Irving is a flat earther. <laughs> I know, I know. I don't think any of his opinions should be. I know, I know. But. Hey, but he's a hell of a he, All I'm saying is. He can shoot those hoops. <laughs> at least the
2: dude was straight up.
0: Yeah. He, at least the dude was straight at least up. He was honest.
2: He, he was, was like, honest from the beginning. He's like, yo, I don't, I don't know how we feel about this. I'm not going to get the vaccine. Yeah, like, Fuck and you. essentially, if I remember correctly. The city of New York wanted him to get vaccinated, but, like, the opponent teams that had to come into the city uh, didn't necessarily have to get vaccinated. Right. So it was, yeah, so it was, I don't know. He kind of had a little bit of a leg to stand on on that, like, arguing that shit. Except for
1: him. Is it at this point? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, because there's, you can't play at certain away games. That was was my point, yeah. Other teams that... They don't have to in their state. They still have to because they can't play yeah. other game. So it doesn't mean. Make... Yeah. The
2: the last I had looked into is like three weeks ago. So, so it's, just, yeah. it's so, just him. I yeah. know
1: Andrew Wiggins was there for a minute, not getting vaccinated, but I'm pretty sure he's playing now. But what they, are, is, is he playing now, Kyrie? Still? No, no, Kyrie's not. He's he's
2: not. refusing to get like, the vaccine. You guys think he's gonna sit out the year? Is that what it looks like? I, honestly, I think he will. Who
1: cares,
3: man?
2: I don't know. You're you're the NBA, NBA fan that's though. What like Kyrie, he's
1: already he's won he's won a few chips. I mean, not on his own without LeBron, but. I mean, he he could retire and he could be fine. Like he's very, 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 very well off. Okay, like, yeah, and he's Brand. also part of a
0: super team. It's not like his team desperately needs him. Yeah, like, like yeah. And the only reason they win. didn't make the finals last year was because fucking Kevin Durant's foot is a size seventeen. <laughs> I mean, genuinely, like the,
3: big
1: fact. Yeah, no,
0: Bucks are As Ashley Woodley would say his feet are a <laughs> lot bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, what do you think about this, Jay? Do you think Kyrie should get the vax and play, or do you no, think? No, man, stick, stick. I mean, at this
1: point, like, what do you look like if you go back on your word now? That's true. Like, he's made such a strong stance of saying, "Hey, no." Like, the way he'd look if he got it, it's kind of like, hey, like, ah, they got you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, no that's true. I don't think. I don't think he. It's there's no reason for him to come back. I don't see a reason. He has money. He has everything that he wants. You yeah. like he could. He doesn't need it. No, that's he true. could play basketball in other leagues. Yeah, you know, that's true. Could, could yeah, but how does that work in the G League? Like, yeah. if he drops down, I mean, he's not going to do that. But I'm saying he could do like other stuff, like basketball-related stuff. Yeah, he doesn't true. have to. You know? I mean, Isaiah Thomas when he's he still going to get paid though, off the chance that he might come back, like not the full amount, I don't believe, but he still he, he gets, could earn a part he of his still, paycheck. He still earns part of that paycheck. So unless. They trade him, which no one wants to do for him right now, or yeah, they, no one wants him on their team. They can't, they can't really do anything unless they buy him out, mm-hmm. which, yeah, which is, which is another ton mistake. of money.
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's
0: true. Yeah.
1: So, things and you can't do that because things might change. Maybe laws will loosen back up.
2: Or yeah, you don't right. have to be vaccinated. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, circling back to the Aaron Rodgers situation, what do you guys think about? Because I want to give you guys like a little situation that happened. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was fined fourteen thousand dollars for ignoring this that's it? uh yeah exactly for ignoring this for months um while a player named cd lamb just a, the week beforehand was fined twenty thousand dollars for having his jersey untucked
1: for a wife privilege
2: yeah. and low-key no, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, <joking>. low <laughs> the situation yeah, you're talking about crazy. does apply yeah. but i don't think that's what was happening here yeah. like yeah. i think it was just uh, aaron Rodgers being like like a Tom Brady level NFL like yeah. star in the league, where he is just pampered and they give him every penalty, almost like LeBron. Yeah, how he'll drive and anybody yeah, that like, fo- yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, they, no, they, he's they earned it. the the stars They're are giving definitely. a lot of leverage, and as well as by like the NFL front offices, the the commissioner and all those guys, like. I don't know, how, how do you explain the fact that they only fined him $14,000 for quite literally lying for months when about the fact to, that he wasn't uh, vaccinated? When it
0: comes to superstars like this, they either get the best situation or they're made an example of. And with the Rona and with Aaron Rodgers, especially being in Wisconsin, which is like, yes, it was a blue state, but it is a predominantly red state in most areas, I think they're just going to – do a little slap on the hand, and this whole thing is gonna just be like a talking point for a couple of weeks, and then it's gonna go over.
1: Yeah. And so. I think it's leverage, bro. It's at the end of the day, NFL is a business. Like, yeah, he has he has leverage. I mean, that's just what he's earned, what he's worth, and that's just that's just how things work.
0: Yeah, and for the next uh, for the next package, no,
1: yeah, I don't think there's anything to deep dive into it. Like it's just it's leverage of of, yeah. a, of a business.
0: He's not gonna get the vaccine. He, he he'll be fine.
1: You know you get pri- you get privilege to what you what you've earned. Yeah. He's done he's done a lot. He's got leverage for it. He, he not. My opinion, your opinion doesn't matter about the business aspect of does he deserve it? Like that's just what it is.
2: Yeah, I guess I, I mean I think it just kind of shows that the discipline fact or discipline mechanisms in the NFL are kind of a sham. There.
1: That's everything, bro.
0: Honestly. Oh, everyone knows what that sound is. It's our final thoughts about the wine. (laughs) Is that what that is? What the fuck was that? That sounded like a little... What did we think about the Beaujolais today, gentlemen?
1: Delicious. Delicious. Yeah, I love... Uh, It was was alright. It was alright. right. It's a really good wine. It's a good wine. It's starting to warm up, so I can taste it a lot more now. Yeah. And it's like, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay.
0: I kind of got to wash it down with this Mio. (laughs) <laughs> all right, it's not
1: like that, but no, it's it's all right. The Beaujolais is all right. Yeah, I think this, it's
0: it's a good uh, wine for uh, if you're hosting a party, but I think besides that, you can definitely find better stuff. You get a, like,
1: a higher end Beaujolais. But I I drink it again for like a, a casual
0: like yeah. nightcap. And go. this was like 13 dollars. Yeah, that's right. a bargain and a half. Yeah, it's so half. Yeah. keep
2: that in mind when you're you know thinking about stuff.
0: No, absolutely. It's got a really cool cork on it. It does. I see? <laughs> it's got a yeah. giant line through it.
1: Yeah. It's really cool. It's like someone, like, added...
0: Trying to bite into it.
1: Right. From yeah. the bottom. Like there, was, <laughs> like, there was a little animal in there just... Took needed, a little bite. Needed, needed to get out, but couldn't. Yeah. That
2: makes sense. That doesn't make me second-guess things at all. <laughs> all
0: right. We're going to take a small break, and then we're going to get right into the main topic.
1: Bro, speaking of Mexicans...
0: Speaking of Mexicans... Dude, honestly, you we... So you
1: ESL <laughs> until fifth grade, is what you were saying?
0: I was ESL until... Th- Third, halfway through third grade, they moved me out because I had a lot of issues with the teacher and the. I just got into a trouble a lot. Of course you did. <laughs> I, and so they were like, well, you know, you the, don't pass, but we're fucking tired <laughs> of you. <laughs> there was already just like <laughs> there was already two students in the full English classroom and like from the ESL from the year before and
2: like when they take an F and then just add an extra leg they're like now make it look like a janky a
0: like I was already doing really well Like, you
1: guys from the beginning honestly by putting you in ESL
0: well for us it was like it I kind of appreciate it now because you know I know how to read and write Spanish pretty well and to this day I still use it however I think that at a certain point it kind of like, do I use Spanish a lot? No. Do I like to keep it? Yes, but it's, like, to what benefit? Like, do I actually use it? Do I need it for work? Do I need it for anything? Well, no, not necessarily, but it is nice to have it. Like, I am fully bilingual, so it is nice yeah. to, like, to have it, but at the same time, it's not helping me in, in many ways, for
1: sure. I had an ESL class in my school in kindergarten.
0: Did you actually take ESL? No, I wasn't
1: in it. But oh, like, but I you was, had... I saw it. I saw it right <laughs> next to me. Yeah. There was an ESL <laughs> class <laughs> next to me, is what <laughs> I meant. Bro, no, no, no. I mean, the fight. Fun- they're like in kindergarten in-, in Whitewater, there was only like two classes, from what I remember. And it was like all the white kids in one class yeah. and me, and then all the Hispanics in the other class. But we'd have recess together, so we like intermingle. Yeah. But like, my- I remember like, I get picked on by the by the Hispanic kids a lot. Like they did not like me. Like, yeah, because you're the white kid. Yeah, because I was like the Mexican that was in like not with them and didn't talk to them. Exactly. And, like, what are you too good for us? They bullied me, bro. They <laughs> Hell did. Hell yeah, as they should. Have. Mom, tell us how that made you feel. It made me kind of upset, man. And as my you mom. Have. What would you tell calls, your mom I about calls, that? You no, know, she would get like she'd get calls. and, like, "These kids are like, or are not leaving me alone." And at one point, I was like, just being, I'm just being like, you know, a five year old. You just being a I'm sweet five year old. I'm not sweet, but like I got tired of these kids like. They could, they could like bully me, and it was like a group of like three of them. So, so like I popped one in the face. So we line up for for to go back in at recess, yeah. right? And you know how how school walls are, right? Like the outside, that's just yeah. hard, like hard it's hard brick. yeah, so usually these brick kids, or something. Like, this kid's got in my face again, like repeatedly, bro. Like middle of the year, and I couldn't take. Like at that point, I was like, dude, I can't. Like these kids are about to. Like I ha- I'm not aggressive and I don't like fighting, but like I grabbed this kid's head. You were five years old, bro. and I slammed it against the brick wall, bro. I know. I, he, I, I'm like you, like, Nate Diaz. Bro, bro, I'm that kid that's like, hey, I'm like quiet. I'm like, please just leave me alone. And then like all of a sudden I'm just like grabbed him boom dude out. you're that guy posting joker memes on I your wall <laughs> 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 that was went, your that was your villain bro. I went to the principal's office and he had like dude this massive bump on his head like this big bro you, <laughs> you could see, him see brain it damage. It was like this cork just sticking on here bro <laughs> kind like of funny. like in the cartoons <laughs> yes exactly like, like the, those old timey cartoons like naked, Tom little, and Jerry yeah like the <laughs> thing that he looked like he had a roof on his head bro <laughs> you <laughs> fucked his whole life up yeah no, and those kids never mess with me again yeah it's, well you, you taught them right no. that's a bullying works I had a
2: few stories like that, but they were more, like, later in my school, like, 7th, 8th
0: grade. No, I had a very similar one. And it's that's where my also. mental health
1: issues first started. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: that's that. when I first started taking anxiety medication. <laughs>
0: you know, I had a similar story in kindergarten, too. Yeah, in yeah, kindergarten? Yeah, dude. Like, people who, like, I became friends with later on, but, like, they all kind of knew each other, and I was getting picked on. Like, I was just playing by myself. And they all came over and started fucking with me. And dude, I was obviously inspired by the Power Rangers, so I started <laughs> calling out my action moves. And I was like, tornado fist, and I started spinning around. <laughs> you did <laughs> like, not, bro. You're fucking around. god, I'm not fucking around. And you I hit a kid with a tornado <laughs> fist. I hit two kids. The ones that were coming <laughs> to pick on me. And I was like, all right, he's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, we were friends <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was out there like, nah, I was playing by myself And I was like, damn, I don't have Still to, to this day, I can remember, like, playing in the sand Being like, damn, I don't have friends, like, whatever And I was yeah. just, like, picking rocks And I'm like, this is cool, like, I can do this And then I see him walking, like, running towards me And I was like, not today I remember not they were picking day. me a lot
1: because of this girl From their class that I talked to a lot Oh, shit bro, So you probably made
2: him jealous? Fifth grade, bro Yeah, yeah.
1: Really? At, I mean, since kindergarten, you know, at it. They were trying to. They were trying to smash.
2: I mean, if we're all gonna be telling fight stories, then I'm gonna have yeah, to.
1: Bro, you fight all the time, though. It's not even <laughs> Shut there. the fuck up, you, you, bro, I've never been in a fight besides that, and you've definitely been into more than three. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I don't even. And I've never even heard one about
2: you. But that's I can just true. Know, I just know. All right. <laughs> Closer to your age, I remember being Still five years old. Yeah. Yeah, true. I remember, um, you know, being first grade. So probably what? What? How old are you there? six seven whatever yeah i I was arriving from the bus in the morning getting to school and i see this girl who's in my class and has a similar or her last name starts with b my last name starts with b so we're always by each other in class and like (laughs) Mm. Not like girl, that though. Not like girl, that. Bro? Let me get there. Let me get there. Let me get there.
0: Uh, get girl,
2: me get there. This guy over here, I'm, fucking dude, trying to I'm, cancel don't my be, ass. do
0: not you have a fiance, bro? That's fucked up. Okay, bro. first of
2: all, let me finish my story. It's real tough, dude.
0: <laughs>
2: this girl, gr- this girl was getting, uh, I'm getting. Picked on by this girl. <laughs> this girl was getting pushed around or whatever by by this guy oh, who. She was getting pushed. Yeah, around. she was getting pushed around by this guy, um. And truth be told, this girl kind of annoyed me, but like. <laughs> It was just weird to to see that, you know, that dynamic, this this guy who's, like, clearly bigger than her and, like, pushing her around and shit. So I just came up from behind him, and I just grabbed his backpack and did, like, three spins and threw him, like, as far as I could. And he tumbled and, you know, just, you know. Unprompted. Yeah. What a gentleman. No, but after that, I didn't even say anything to her. I just got away and, like, kind of walked away. Bro, zero talents for bullies. Um, Zero talents. After that, (laughs) uh, another one that was much more real fight, uh, this is like seventh or eighth grade. I got this dude, um, one of my noise. best friends in front of me, ha- is being kind of fucked with by this dude who's like a supposedly wannabe gangbanger or whatever. And uh, yeah, that, so like he's he keeps taking his shit. And at one point, I just tell him, "Is there, there some noise or something?" No. What's know, going what's on, something? on, bro? You um, said
1: taking a shit? <laughs> yeah. What did you say? Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's he keeps taking <laughs> I'm his to shit. The story. Yeah, he keeps taking <laughs> yeah. his like
2: his pencils his books and yeah, exactly. things like that right oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah he keeps taking his stuff uh <laughs> and i and i was just like dude like leave us the fuck alone like yeah. i'm at his table like and he's at a different table and he, you keep fucking with us just leave us alone and he's like what the fuck are you going to do about it blah 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 like, i'll fucking show you yeah and then i essentially like let the teacher get really busy and like really into something and i just went over there and i was like are we going to do <laughs> yeah and i just went over there while the teacher like like turned around I was like So what's up Like you had something to say He came up to me And I did this wrestling move That's called a head throw yeah. Where you like Essentially stick your arm Over his The back of his neck And then your other arm And then link that arm And carry him from his neck And his underarm And just slam him into the ground So you fall on his chest And you know You like knock all the wind out of him yeah. So I did that shit to him And he was like fucking crying <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I'm gonna get my brother and like come get you afterwards, and like this and that. And like, I'm like a fucking naive little like seventh and yeah. seventh grader, and he, you know, uses drugs and shit. Like, he looks like a gangbanger to me. Like, so I slept with a fucking bat for a few weeks.
0: Oh, damn. Our neighbors are having some implications. <laughs> let's, let's go ahead and ignore that last sound. Oh, damn. You slept with a bat? Yeah, so that that was dude and in that
2: incident, yeah, like I.
0: No. They were slammed. The,
2: okay. They weren't at us? No. Okay. Alright, that low key made me think that
0: we were being. No, there. fucking. Okay. And Blue Lives Matter, more. Than <laughs> Even uh, more than. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a good video. We're referencing Colin Jost and Michael Che swapping jokes on SNL's Christmas episode. Go watch it. Uh, Linked in the description down below. This episode, episode 10, congratulations, gentlemen. We made it to double digits. We are talking about men's health awareness, as it is November, which is uh, Men's Health Awareness Month. June is Men's Health Month. Um, And the thing that we're gonna talk about today is a lot of mental health, what we've dealt with, as well as some of the facts that are kind of just not swept underneath the carpet, but most people aren't full uh, familiar with. So really quickly, I'm going to just run off, and then we'll talk about um, some issues afterwards. So five major mental health problems affecting men. (coughs) Uh, Yum. um, I don't know. What was in my throat there? Over 6 million men suffer from depression uh, every year. Approximately 19.1 million from ages 18 to 54 have anxiety disorder. 2.3 2.3 million Americans are affected by bipolar disorder 3.5 million Americans are diagnosed with schizophrenia and approximately 10% of the male patients with anorexia bulimia 35% of those have binge eating disorder so oh 10% of all men have anorexia bulimia that's what I meant and 35% of those have binge eating disorder uh, but some more facts uh one in five, one in eight men have common illness such as anxiety, depression, and panic disorder. Uh, 73% of adults who go missing are men. 87% of those who sleep rough are men. Uh, looking at the prison system, 95% of the prison population is men. 72% of male prisoners suffering from two or more mental disorders. Uh, when it comes to substance abuse, uh, we have men are more likely than women, uh, 87 Men and 3.7 women are affected by um, substance abuse. Four and five suicides are men, uh, and suicide is the most common death for men 35 years and younger. So that's the, the highest one. And in the last five years, the, the suicide rate in males age 45 through 59 has increased significantly to uh, 22.2 deaths per 100,000 population. So it also revealed that the rate was 10 times higher in men who have lower socioeconomic status than affluent males. So, gentlemen, um, all three have been pretty open about ourselves on the podcast. Today will be more of that. uh, Just speaking about not only uh, mental health, but mental health awareness, some of the stuff that we've done, some of the stuff that's worked for us. So um, Juan, I know you wanted to give a couple more facts and go on the issue.
2: Yeah, um, I mean, just speaking about that last fact, um, about how in the last five years, uh, suicide has increased significantly um, for men. Um, And I just wanted to build on some and flesh out some of that data that we were reading. I had come across an article that essentially um, had talked about how a lot of these trends are linked to Uh, jobs and uh, job trends um, specifically about how economic forces are making men less appealing to partners and it can tie uh, from a lot of things from um, outsourcing jobs to China to the opioid epidemic Uh, some of this uh, revealing data that we came across came from uh, University of Zurich economist David Dorn Uh, in 2017 he had a paper uh, called uh, when work disappears manufacturing and decline, and the falling marriage market value of men. Thorne and his colleagues crunched the numbers from 1990 to 2014. They found that employability and marriageability are deeply intertwined.
0: Oh, 100%. And uh, one thing that we'll definitely talk about today is uh, the pressure that it is to feel, and this is something that Jay wanted to bring up, so we'll give him the the floor in a couple seconds here, Um, the pressure that it is to be a providing man.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. It's um it's, I think it's more I think it's more of the dynamic, you know. I think this is a real um you know, we talk about suicide rates and all that. I think it's a real time of change and with that comes a lot of discomfort, you know, with you know, growing pains, growing pains. So yeah. I feel like that's part of the process. Like we're still trying to figure out your role, you know, and especially in a time of like I don't know, where feminist feminism is getting more popular and stuff like that, where it's like, it's, you need, there's, it's tough to define, define a role and, and see what, what the expectations are of a male, you know, yeah. you know, and those things are, are tough sometimes because I, I feel like, I mean, I don't have a problem with it. I think, you know, I'm big and like, everything should be equal and I agree. And that's how I, I think most of us like are in our relationships but yeah, I that, agree. that's I, that's stuff that you didn't see with, like, our parents and our grandparents, you know what I mean? Like, at least with mine. Like, I see, like, my grandma's the one that cooks. She plates the food for my grandfather. Like, very strict.
2: So like, like, a like a traditional. Traditional, yeah. very traditional. Yeah.
1: But then it's like, at what point a little is that old traditional? School. That's just not. Yeah, at, at, what what t- that, at what point does traditional is, become old school? Yeah, Is that yeah. or is that old school or is that how things how things should be now? You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Let's quickly go around the room and go. Grandparents and parents, did they have a traditional uh, quote-unquote relationship? For my grandparents, both of them now work to this day. They're in their 60s and 70s. -hmm. But my grandma cooks. My grandpa has no idea how to cook uh, on one side of the family. And then on the other side of the family who live in Mexico, my grandma literally stays at home all day cooking and cleaning while my grandpa takes the farm animals out, um, goes out, hangs out with the men talks to men and my grandma stays home all day right. um, yeah. parents similar mom and dad my mom knows how to cook my dad over the last couple of years has learned to progress and like obviously give her more f- like not that he's like uh, an abusive male but like you know he's learned how to cook more and like understand but they've always kind of both cleaned and do all that shit but in terms of cooking it's always been my mother um what about uh let's go juan um, parents I mean, and parents. Yeah,
2: I mean, I'll start with my parents first off, and then I'll move on to my grandparents. For my parents, I would say that both of them have always held a job. Um, generally, my mom used to do more cooking and cleaning, but things have, like, shifted over and become way more equal, and that was kind of at a young age for me. It wasn't necessarily, like, a late or, or uh, current turn in, in life for my father. Um, I would say that he has learned to quit, uh, cook pretty uh well mm-hmm. um and yeah sometimes i would say that there are even dishes that he prepares better yeah. um but yeah moving on to my uh grandparents and um yeah, on both sides uh the grandparents on my father's side um had you know what honestly both uh i would say relationships had had like a weird little dynamic where um my grandparent or my yeah my grandfather worked But then he suffered some sort of injury or something and then he couldn't work uh past like a certain age i want to say like 50 or something yeah and he essentially used his large family to like subsidize like the family uh the rest of the family he used his 13 14 15 kids um and that's on both sides of maternal and uh, paternal sides yeah uh, on the father's side yeah he used his kid once he was or his kids once he was older some of them had moved to the United States, so, like, a dollar went a little bit farther. Yeah. And my dad fell into that role. He was, like, one of the, the kids, the, yeah, the kids that money every month. that had to send money. And, like, he had to come at a very young age so that he, like, he could take on those responsibilities. Jesus. Um, But uh, my grandmother, I would say, uh, she was a pretty traditional grandmother. Uh, she cooked and cleaned, yeah. and especially on the paternal side. My maternal side had almost, like, a reverse dynamic where she was like the ball buster of the family bro like she was she she was low key an amazing woman like like seriously uh, she had like 15 16 kids as well yeah. um one or two died at a young age uh, but she essentially carried and maintained a small farm for the majority of her life in Mexico while maintain or like raising all those kids and sending them to school uh, they also came to the United States on, on like visas and, and things so I don't understand how she managed to live a life that was that busy, I guess yeah. you could say. Um, but yeah, she did it a incredible you know achievement and uh, right. yeah. she while well, well, my grandfather, I would say was almost like on he was he she couldn't like trust him or count on him and like I could tell that dynamic as I was younger. But I, I didn't really like know about it until I got older and my mom essentially told me like straight up like yeah like he he's just a drunk and and he had he's been a drunk for as long as as I'm aware and and she thinks that of him and she's quite literally twice my age my mom yeah. you know like so it's just a dynamic that I didn't know existed until I got older in life and I thought of him as this like sweet Santa Claus looking man who was
0: because he's he was always in a good mood because he was yeah because and
2: and he was uh, he's literally had white hair since he was like 45 he's been that that one Mexican dude in the village who's uh, like the super part albino yeah el blanco le dicen el güero you know
1: well, that's funny. well the, the, reason, the reason we bring that up is more to to say like do you guys the expectation do you, do you that, guys do you Juan feel an expectation to provide for your wife or or for your soon to be wife you know what i mean and do yeah. you feel that you have more of a responsibility than
2: her um i wouldn't say that i feel like i have a more of a responsibility than her well, well, but i it. i do feel that you get have this internal pressure that you have to try 120 130 150% well, let me put it this to way. like build your nest egg as large as you can for your yeah. family right. so okay. like even if it's like i don't ex- i don't necessarily think that she has to uh, bring more or less or, or a specific number I, it's more about like my own internal motivation that's, well, that's like I
1: mean. do you feel like you need to bring more
2: see that's my thing though like i feel like this pressure is internal rather than external like i don't do i don't view it I'm,
1: external? Saying, I'm saying you though not not her
2: not yeah her, but i'm saying like you like, that's my her. point like i don't view it as more or less i just view it as like i have to bring as much as i can that's and true. as much as like like as much sweat and blood and tears as i can pour into that nest egg like do you know what i mean like I get what you're yeah, saying. like yeah. that's a very like internal motivating factor and and for whatever reason like my brain doesn't go to like oh like she's earning this much therefore i have to earn more it's like
1: and i'm not talking about that i'm saying like the pressure of you yes yourself because, yeah because definitely there's, there's a difference because come I mean, even for not from not from just how other people would see it but how you see it like, yeah if you saw a situation where it's like hey you didn't you you worked and she didn't have to like is that that looks that from the from the outside that almost looks like it's okay you know what i mean like people yeah. would be like they wouldn't think that but if it was the other way around people would think oh hey that's yeah like, there's, the there's a little bit of judgment there so yeah do you yeah. do you feel like that affects you in any
2: way uh i mean that effect, no, because like I, I, that's not my situation in life. You know, that's that's not where I'm at. But I get what you're saying. That that is totally like a societal lens through which we. That is like a a a, a Hippocratic uh, like or a hypocrisy within our own society yeah. where we like judge a a man who perhaps got married for whatever reasons they chose to and then he's like the stay-at-home guy like right, right. they that's almost like looked look down on but i don't know man like I, I get what you're saying but i my personality like kind of like doesn't give a fuck about a lot of those external pressures and i couldn't tell you why really no, yeah, no. Like, i feel 100% pressured like i like i get my pressure is internal my pressure is i have to provide because i'm gonna have a fucking kid and a family unit and i think we and, all feel and, that but i think like do you not know, yeah
1: i think in, i think it's internal i can't speak for Lou, but i think i feel like it's internal and and external in a way as well yeah we like the
2: you mean. you also feel like the societal weight yeah, on you yeah.
1: but i i feel like not as much societal but just the st- Standards that I feel like I, I have for myself, it just it's like
0: those come from external. Yeah,
1: too. and it, I mean, it could it could you yeah. know those things could come from external. Yeah, but like they're just so great at times. It's like man, it's it's, it's tough to to juggle. You know
2: what I mean? Yeah, because I mean like when we were reading and doing a lot of reading for this topic, I came across like the fact that more women are going to college. Like like these uh i guess the jobs of the future seem to be more women centric like they are nursing and healthcare and a lot of these fields that women seem to prefer um i, I that was just one one example right yeah. and while a lot of the jobs that seem to be contracting have or seem to be these jobs like manufacturing and things like that they used to employ a lot of men so like while i i get what you're saying man like like low-key i feel like there's gonna be a lot of a lot of people that are gonna have to like shift their fucking minds or else they're gonna be left behind like that like chinese generation where there's not enough partners for everybody because because if if you're not shifting your mind man like there's gonna be some women who's gonna be intimidating to you and
0: start working out boys yeah like start in the fucking gym boys yeah like (laughs) I you don't know. If you're going to be bringing the money, at least bring the muscle. <laughs> at, le- at least be the, <laughs> the be Hey, be yeah. a trophy husband. Be the trophy husband. They start bringing you around like you're a fucking <laughs> purebred dog. That's right. Like, yeah. And this one's name is Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> I found him in Barcelona. <laughs> <And> Oliver is, <laughs> is half Asian and half Spanish. And he's 6'3". He can bench press 315 for 22 reps. And you're like, Jesus, all right. All right. Are we
2: talking about a husband or an NFL combine prospect? <laughs> <And> this <laughs> is he wears Tod- a size
0: 13. Yeah, and this is Todd. <laughs> Todd I met while I was uh, on a beach. Well, what about you, Pablo? And I came across his Instagram. And I was like, wow, he's got perfect eight-pack abs. Um, what about me? No, I feel pressure 100%, man. Like, social, internal, everything, man. Like, uh, yes, I do hold myself to a very high standard. But, like, my mentality, it doesn't come from a negative place. But, like um, – It turns to be negative at times. It, I can be so hard on myself for no reason. Right. And, yeah, man, that pressure d- definitely does come from, like, society and, like, yourself. Like, you, I will, like, beat myself up. Like, there was, a wa- there was, like, a month where I was, like, not – I've always had a job. But when I, was, when I didn't have a second job and, like, my, I was fortunate that my girlfriend did. And, like, we didn't suffer. We weren't – able to you know we it never came to a point where we weren't able to like pay rent or anything but like when she was making money and like extra money and i wasn't dude i fucking i wanted to hang myself yeah like i was like what am i doing i'm fucking just sitting here on the weekends like figuring stuff out and like i was working on stuff at the time but like i was i didn't have like hard money like getting into the bank account and like something to show to her and yeah i mean it it is pressure that you hold to yourself and it ultimately can be negative and like kind of Eat you from the inside out but like i think for the most part i think men do deal with this and like if you want to get married if you want to be a partner that is attainable and like well why would anyone want me you know because that's the big yeah. thing it's like why would anyone want to marry me right. like if i do get down on one knee are you know what are the odds that they say no right and like well what, what do you have anything to offer them like yeah maybe you have a job okay is it a consistent job like maybe you have a good personality but like you know, can you put it aside to, you know, put your mind to work? So I think a lot yeah. of it does, does come into play. And
1: I think a lot is shifting, too. Like, the dynamics of men and women. And, you yeah. Know, and then and maybe the society's not there yet, but I feel like our generation's really starting to understand, at least for the women, you know, the, you know, with my girlfriend, things are very, like, you know, if we try to make it as 50-50, you yeah. know, as, as possible. Not am not just saying financially, but just, like, with every single aspect of right. being... A man and a woman, and we're not s- stuck to the certain we're, roles. We're, we're not stuck yeah, yeah. to the roles, you know. Like a man does yeah. this, woman does this. Like we're, it's not like that at all. And I see that in all of your, all of our relationships. Yeah, you know, we've been around each other enough. Where it's like, yeah, we can talk about everything, you know. Like how is she feeling? Yeah. You know, yeah, right. Because it's once we're we're grown ups now. It's not just like hey, we're dating and blah blah blah, yeah, blah. Like trying to bust. We're nuts. going, yeah, and we're going dinner it's not it's not that anymore no. like we're there you got to be there well, obviously we're all there for each other you know yeah I mean? no 100 and,
0: 100%. and that, that's the big thing too is like responsibility wise that's where it really shifts it's like all right when it comes to driving somewhere most likely i guarantee the three of us 98 <laughs> percent of the time we drive right yeah, yeah no and it. that's not like anything against woman but it's like it just that's always going to be society like dude look left and right while you're in traffic it's a man driving like and that's nothing to do with it like there's no it's just that's the norm and it's not yeah. even a question
2: bro me and i'll divide it like more evenly than that really i would really? say like 60 40
0: no dude uh, I, I drive
1: like 100 percent I, I drive 100 yeah. percent time. i'll drive even like if it's not my car at the time
2: i'll, 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 dr- I'll <laughs> drive all of the trips in my car um yeah basically all the trips in my car but if she's taking her car she drives yeah and if if it's like late at night and it's just a specific kind of situation i'll let her drive because like
0: you've had you know a whiskey or two
2: no like i'm talking like three in the morning it's like i am not to be trusted at that time (laughs) i know myself you have bad vision or what no i i i get drowsy and i know myself and i'm i'm not to be trusted so no i i just will be fine and then suddenly like and you just like (laughs) uh, shift to the side so i'm like (laughs) i'm saying (laughs) that like 3 a.m in the morning or or situations like that right
0: who's out at 3 a.m anymore
2: (laughs) but yeah in situations like that i would say i would say that
0: um, the other thing I wanted to talk about, um, unless you guys had something you wanted to bring up,
2: um, I did uh, specifically. Yeah, please go ahead. Um, I wanted to know about uh, suicide in your guys' family. Yeah. If you guys feel about yeah. uh, like okay with bringing that up. Oh yeah. Um, specifically, I want to know, because this kind of you know when you were reading about how suicide has been increasing among men, yeah. specifically young men, up to you- what age? Dude, did, did, from 35
0: and under, it's the leading cause of death. Yeah, exactly. That's that's
2: the reason why I wanted to bring In it up. In the out.
0: last five years, uh, it's increased to 22.2 deaths per 100,000 of the population. Dude, that's so many. That's a lot, man. Yeah. 22.2 out of 100,000. Yeah, I mean, it's the leading cause of death right. for Jeez. young men. Yeah. And I mean, yeah.
1: crazy. And I mean, there's a lot of reasons, you know, to do that type of stuff, but... I feel like it comes down to one big one at least for me, and I feel like it comes down to purpose. Yeah. So like, what is to what? To purpose? purpose, like my purpose yeah. to be here. Like, because if, if I have no purpose, then then, then the it's easy. The point? It's easy to take your life away. You know yeah. what I mean? If yeah. you have no reason to be here, then what's the point? Yeah. But I feel like you have to have a purpose. You know, what I mean, whether that's that has to do with you, your family, your religion, whatever, whatever, whatever it is. But you need to have a reason to be here and you need to be tied to that and connected to that and, and strive for that You know a, I mean? a reason to live you know yeah. and yeah. like in that i feel like i mean i don't know what you, i'd love to hear what your opinions are but that's what my opinion is to why people kill themselves a lack of purpose
0: yeah no i mean it can be i mean like i i've had troubles with like depression and anxiety since i was like really young and like with me it was always like i just didn't feel like uh wanted or loved and that can you know that there's numerous situations and ultimately like yeah you start romanticizing like suicide right like you start thinking about all the different ways that you can do it and it's not like a very healthy way to go about it but there is a point where you're like well what's the point of this anymore well that's what i'm saying like it's just repetitiveness like you just wake up you go to school yeah you come home and then you're like well i'm doing all the things that i should be doing like i'm part of a sports team like I stay after school, like, I'm working out, I'm reading books, like, I'm in the fucking AP classes, and even through all that, like, it's not, nothing's going to fill that void. But, uh, yeah. I yeah. Mean, I, that's
1: what I feel like, I mean, that's what I feel like purpose is, is, like, that, that to an extent, yeah. that void, like, there has to be a, a reason to why you're doing all that stuff. Like, it's good right. that you're striving for stuff, but there's got to be a reason to why you're striving right. for stuff, you know what I mean?
0: Like, are you doing it for you, or are you doing it to, like... Yeah. around you you're setting yourself up as like right. on a podium and like look at what i'm doing like right i'm Ex- going to college and that's I'm not a good pur- that's not a
1: valid purpose no. and your subconscious knows that it's not a good purpose. right you're you not mean. doing
0: it for you you're doing it because like you think it's the right thing to do right. and like ultimately like just to cut to the chase like fucking seek therapy that's like my number one if you yeah. take anything from this is just like go to therapy because <laughs> what i did was like I fucking looked for anything to, like, fill the void that just wasn't it. And it's and, good
1: to talk to people as well. Like, yeah. your significant other, you know, people that you trust, your good yeah. friends. Like, I feel like it's a good thing to always talk about emotions. Even as guys, like, it's good Around to talk. other it is, guys. It is, it's, at least for me, it has been critical to talk about how I feel about certain things. Because 100%. I bottle them up and I'm a man. And I, yeah. I did that for yeah. so many years until... You start exploding. You You don't have an outlet. It's just like dripping out of me where I can't control it anymore. And it's like. You may become irritable. Irritable, anxiety, like upset over little things. Yeah. And you just, you can't, you can't live like that. So um, I I haven't gone to therapy, but Mm -hmm. I do talk to, you know, my significant other a lot about like stuff, how we're feeling. And I think that helps a lot to clear the air of like, hey, this is how I'm feeling. Like someone needs to understand. Yeah. it's good to just talk things through because you don't, you don't always, when it's in your head, you can just, you, you just go to random narrative. places yeah. and you can't, you need to get, you need to let it out, you need to let someone else know. And once you do that, I feel like it, it'll make you feel a lot better.
0: No, I, I couldn't agree more. Have that. you
2: guys uh, had any family members, um, you know, not this like at no, all? I haven't, I haven't
0: had any family. I've, I mean, all three of us have had a friend pass away, which then yeah. led to like... Not purposely Not purposely yeah. But like You you. I had a friend of mine Who um, did pass away Like in a kind of shit accident Where he was like Drunk driving And like I know for a fact He's always dealt with like Depression and mm-hmm. anxiety And like I've talked to him about it And like in passing Like you would People would tell me like Dude that guy's an asshole Like how are you friends with him And I was like Dude if you got to know him You'd realize like he's Not he's that a good guy yeah, cause he's, he's like scared Like he He didn't grow up with parents Like he was adopted Like mm-hmm he he just doesn't know like what his point is and like when he became 21 he started drinking heavy and like he started going to the bars every weekend and he ended up wrapping his car around a tree and like that's the closest thing that i can think about like uh, a friend or family like uh, actually killing themselves because he was essentially setting himself up for that like obviously he, yeah. he didn't want to kill himself but
2: uh, I, the reason i brought it up because i don't know why but i happen to have this like family history of a lot of young people offing themselves Like, for example, I have a cousin uh, who hung himself in a garage because of, like, girlfriend issues. And his dad found him in the garage at age 22. I have a different cousin who shot himself for similar relationship issues. Uh, He was, like, 24, 25. -hmm. Uh, And then I have a both of those guys, or the last two cases were both uh, young men. Yeah. Though this next one is a female cousin that I never met her. The other two I did, but I never met her. Um this one in my opinion like just disturbed me and shook like shook me cuz I found out she hung herself at her job. Jesus. And uh yeah, she was like age 24, 25 as well. Yeah. And all of these three were because of relationship issues and they didn't know how to handle that like in a healthy way, you know. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. I, I
1: think I feel like that Hispanic culture is, is tough. I mean, I'm not pinning it to, no, yeah. to that, no. but I feel like it's it's very emotional based. Yeah. And we're I feel also, like not very logical. Like, I've never been able to talk to like my dad about stuff like, no, like that. Like, that's just like that's absurd. Like, it's not even like something you even bring up, like that type of stuff. Cause it's like,
0: is it, yeah, no, it's like just let it go.
1: Yeah. Right. It doesn't it's brushed off. It's, yeah. But like, feel like with hispanic culture that's that's tough because i see that with a lot of parents in that community where they're just very yeah they're not they're not emotionally open with their they're kids yeah. and letting them understand the tough things like with their relationships especially with their parents or with their moms you know what I mean? yeah
0: they there you know mexicans i shouldn't say mexican i should say hispanic culture in general is very codependent where it's like you know for before our generation like we're all millennials here but like the generation before us, like, George was just saying, like, our parents are very, like, dry as fuck. And they're just, like, we're together and we're going to make this work because in the eyes of God, we're married and we're just going to, like, figure this shit out. And so, I remember, like, pouring my heart out to my parents about, like, numerous issues that I've had, like, throughout my life. And they would just be, like, well, just, you're going to be fine. Like, it, God knows is what's going to happen. Yeah. You're going to be good. And it's, like, dude, I've had, like, my friend, I've had two friends pass away, like. I've been super depressed, super anxious. And when they found weed on me, they're like, why do you smoke weed? Like, why are you doing this? And it's like, bro, because I don't fucking know what else to do. Like, I I truly don't know, like, how I'm supposed to, like, go about this. Yeah. And they're like, well, what does it feel like? And it's like, well, it makes me feel better than, like, right now. Like, I don't want to do this shit.
2: It it just, so many people do, like, get on, on people's case about smoking weed. But at the end of the day, I feel like a lot of potheads, it's just like a replacement for therapy. Yeah, and it's not a good replacement. It's not a good one, but, like, it helps you take the edge off and not be a total asshole to everybody.
0: No, yeah, but at the end of the day, you're just, like, the weed just doesn't stop. Yeah, you are. You should be going to therapy, yeah. Because then what happened with me was, like, you know, I was like smoking weed and drinking and then like I kept looking for like the bigger dragon to chase and eventually like I ended up doing molly and like <laughs> dude, Like it, I mean, it's a crazy story, but like I I had like the definition of ego death Like because I was just like prolonging like this therapy and like all this bullshit and letting an amp. so when I did molly and like I literally threw up immediately and just like all these feelings that I've had throughout all my life and it was kind of like an eight hour trip of just like in my head Jesus. just like somebody just like
2: eight hour Molly trip oh I, you tried
0: dude and it was like <laughs> and I can
1: yeah. test Lisa thing cause I had a very similar experience not with the same drug but with, with the tougher drug where it's just like it was very destroyed dude, you, my ego like just and, complete and that's when I that's when I started to really get anxious yeah. in my life like yeah. I I mean I don't I don't like it's not that anymore like because you, f- you figure it out how to deal with that stuff but it's like it really brought the stuff to light
0: it brings oh. it in front of you all this yeah. stuff you're avoiding yeah. just like brought it from the back of your brain to the front and was like we're gonna deal with this shit right now Yeah, we're gonna figure this out
2: no I, I, I totally agree I, I had similar experiences with psychedelics as well um, when, I, when I used Molly in a, a group environment yeah. like friends at the time it was like quite literally like Jose and, and his girlfriend Yeah, and it was a, a summer of uh, of like uh, essentially we're hanging out at his new like lake house a lot and we're doing a lot of this outdoorsy stuff right yeah and and that's i take molly with them right and it just makes you feel and realize like like all the important things in life you know it makes you it makes you really think about like your loved ones like how you treat them at least for me it made me like reanalyze like my own habits and and like my it made me look at myself like like, pick up your bullshit, dude, like, like, just, just be real with yourself, you know, like, be, be, you're, you're not as funny, or as, like, you're, you're not a funny guy when you're, like, making fun of somebody like that, when you're being mean, like, that's that's not funny, like, like, it's not, you're actually hurting somebody, like, you're making them think negative thoughts about themselves, like, um, and it was just, it made me Totally think about every single relationship from my father, mother, uh, like significant other, and like whether or not you're treating them the way you should be, and yeah. that, that that was that was almost like an existential like epiphany I right. had on psychedelics.
0: And one thing I want to point out to like the people listening to this is like it shouldn't get to that point. No, like, you it shouldn't get to the point where you're like, let me try this really intense drug that could fuck me up for the rest of my life because it could go badly. Like people could trip And then never come back Right Like you should Like just If you have these problems And If you're listening to this And you you have problems You know you have problems like And just yeah. talk about them Just talk yeah. about them To
1: people around you That you trust And if you don't trust anybody Like seek a therapist Yeah But, but there's, just talk about these things Because it seems like It's a small thing To just speak But It it makes it So much better Yeah So much better Don't Yeah if
0: you have like Traumatic issues that Like certain things that most people would be like Jesus Christ. Like, don't put that weight and pressure on people, either. Like, seek a professional, like psychiatric therapist, who's like, who's gonna be like, yeah, that's that happens. Like, you know, the other thing too is like, I've seen people get drunk and then just blare out stuff to like friends and family. Like, don't do time. that. Yeah. yeah, don't do that either. Like, yeah, like, yes, trust. Like G- George is saying, but like,
1: like in, a, in, a com- in a in a comfortable setting. Like, don't get yeah. drunk and do. But like, talk to them normally. Like, you need to. You know, courage up and be able to talk about your feelings, especially as like we're saying this is Men's Health Month. Like, men need to be talk, be able to talk about things yeah. with your guy friends, yeah. and and that's how progress happens in anything. You know what I mean? Right. Like, speaking about it, figuring it out, and your friends would be more than happy to because they go through the same things. Right. Like you think that we're all trying to be macho men, but like. Not these guys. But like they go through the same <laughs> Not thing. these three you know, no, fucks. You know, Nobody's a, calling us macho. <laughs> for a long time, you know what I mean? That's how you that's how I dealt with things. I'm very I can admit I'm very bad with yeah. with showing emotion with expressing emotion but i'm slowly learning how to do that and be more open and i think yeah. that's positive for everyone and know? i
2: think i think the feeling that you're talking about like how you think you're bad at, at those things yeah i think a lot of men feel that yeah, way it's very common. yeah we like, all like feel, yeah maybe because and, and i'm not saying to like take anything away from no, what no, you're no, saying no 100%. i'm just saying it's very relatable I like agree. like because yeah. personally i come from like a family where my dad does not talk that much like he he will talk to everybody outside of the familial unit right. and like shoot the shit, and he knows how to do that. But when he's at at home, it's like a different bro, thing. I don't man, even know what so to say. Bro, Dude, same, yeah, like it's it's, so it's almost like give me a, a very... give me a new vision and I'm good. Like I'll crash yeah, there. Just I'm like, good.
0: Turn their brain off and just watch TV. Yeah. And the show. that's why sometimes I like seeing my dad when he's like around my girlfriend because he like opens up more and like he's more of himself and he's like yeah like he's more. Yeah. Present. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, he's having a cocktail. He's like shooting the shit. I yeah,
2: feel
1: like it's just generational hurt. Like hurt. Yeah, I mean, like my same with my. He doesn't show emotion. He like literally never, never seen the man talk about a feeling. Duh. You're talking about your father. Okay? Yeah, okay. talk about a feeling. Shed a tear. None of that. None of that. Yeah. Like emotion doesn't exist in that person's body. You know what I mean? And that's not.
0: No, that's not. not normal, I can't. No.
1: That can't be healthy for them. Yeah. But like, I, I definitely can't repeat the cycle. Of no. Yeah. Like that because there's consequences that come. Yeah. With, right. with that,
2: there's I,
0: outbursts. There's, so then you end up making a podcast at 24. Dude, there's, I'm like, I mean, like I'm like I, super socially awkward <laughs> because of that of all this shit. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. With like, I mean, we can talk about our own individual stuff, but like, I've seen my dad break down like in front of me, but it wasn't like. A very pleasant environment to be around. Like it was because like certain things led up, and like he saw me fucking around, and like to see him fully like just drop and be like, "Dude, what the fuck are you doing?" To, like, but just seeing that, and knowing that that happens, was like almost relieving because then it's like, "Oh, this guy does fucking care about me." Yeah. Like twenty, it took twenty two years. Yeah, to yeah. See it, but like finally, like. I I yeah I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So yeah. like to the to the people listening to this who like think their dads don't care about them, they do. They just turn their brain off. Like, yeah, there's so much shit going up there and they're just in that grind of like, I got to work. I got to put fucking food on the table and like and let it go. Because like, don't be 20 something like, oh, my fucking like I, I was holding it against my, fed, my dad for so long where I'm like, fuck that guy. Like, I wasn't happy for so long that I'm like, he's the reason. But then you get to a point where you're like, no, he's just as scared as I am. Like he, we're in the same boat. We're just not showing any emotions towards each other, and then you just get to a point where you're like, "Well, I'll just give in." And so when we talk on the phone or like I'll make an effort to like text him and be like, "What's up, man? How are you?" Like I'll be yeah. like, "All right, man, I love you." Like you I'm initiate happy, and stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. how can I do? And like so it's yeah. It I mean it's tough. But even with, like with you guys, I try to like every time I see you guys and like a friend of mine I haven't seen in a while, it's like, "Hey, man!" Like even if it sounds super like homoerotic, I'm like, "Dude, I do love you, and I hope you are doing well." Yeah Like it's not Because I'd rather say it now Than like Years go by And And then you feel bad That you didn't say it And then you know We're not able to do it anymore Because that does happen
2: Yeah Well I guess this kind of Becomes like a good point To To bring this shit up Have you guys ever dealt with like Anything that's been diagnosed As far as like mental health Like myself? Yeah Yeah
0: No I've, I've done therapy for I don't do it now but i did it for a year and like every week just like my uh, therapist was giving me like uh worksheets i went through betterhelp.com which i highly recommend because you can do it over the phone it's a little bit more discreet um nothing wrong with like going in person but this was also during covid when i started so it was like a little tough no not during covid but like it just worked out better and yeah man it like she's like yeah you you have anxiety and depression and like these are the reasons why and this is if you don't start doing it, like you're going to end up like this, like you're not going to, you're going to get to a point where you can't get back. And it was very relieving to like, finally understand what's going on. And like you, something that's normal to you that you think happened is like, Oh, well this is just what happens when you're a kid and you get picked on. It's like, no, it's not normal for kids to pick on you for no fucking reason. (laughs) Like that's not okay. (laughs) Like you, maybe you were an outsider, but because you know, not that they felt intimidated But like you were having fun And they saw that as a threat to them having fun So like they didn't know what to do And like kids have a shit home They come to the playground And they're going to take it out on you And that's like that's not your fault Yeah. And a lot of things that happen in your life Aren't your fault But then you'll start becoming really anxious And like outbursting all these emotions And all this anxiety that you have in you And you start getting in trouble And it's like that's your fault Because you're not dealing with your anxiety in a proper way yeah
1: i think i think the biggest thing with me is once i started to see it as i'm older and I, it, you realize how much it affected you when you were younger these things because yeah. they start silly things start scaring you when you're older and you're like man that shouldn't that shouldn't frighten you like that's not something that's frightening But yeah. it did because as a kid you just you're kind of in a there's lump, a trigger you were a vulnerable place, yeah. so it triggered you a little yeah. bit so i feel like
2: there's something there like a, a traumatic right. past and, you event.
1: And, as a, and as an adult it's like you don't think of it as being traumatic yeah. you thought it was just like oh man that that, well, that was slightly frightening that happened Oof. and I was like yeah. I was scared but then you like those memories are like there but they're like you know momentarily there you know what I mean yeah
2: no I totally get what and, you're saying
1: and yeah and I feel like it really built up to that point where I was talking about once I was around 21 that's where everything just started to pour out on me like really started to come out and in, just in a, in a negative way of like anxiety, depression. And I haven't, I, depression wasn't really a big thing, but like anxiety definitely was mm-hmm. at, a, at a point and, you know, at times yeah. I don't deal with certain things that are, that I'm letting build up. So, um, talking about those younger experiences, those younger traumatic experiences, um, has been, has been very good, very good and forgiving, you know, people for traumatic experiences yeah. that happened to you as a, as a you know as younger and you know i mean and you know I, i'm sure we all go yeah know, you yeah. know what i mean i guess there's I'm, I'm trying not to be def- like def- deflective about it but like no yeah but like yeah i mean i feel like we all i mean there's everyone has a things. few things yeah, every, yeah everyone has a few things and they're all valid you know what i mean and yeah. that's why i feel like i've always been like you know mine's not that bad because i've seen and i've heard about words, yeah but it was like you know, but that's what, also not like it, it wasn't a your healthy. struggle should, or like, other people's struggle shouldn't
2: it wasn't erase your feelings. So. It wasn't you know?
1: healthy because there's very, you know, things that to some people maybe they're like, oh man, I had it way worse. You know yeah. What I mean? And I, could, I yeah. could see where that comes from with certain things like that. Right. Yeah.
0: Definitely one thing I want to say real quick before I, you know, obviously I want to let Juan talk is uh, your biggest problem is your biggest problem. Right. Like just because other people have it worse doesn't mean that what's happening to you is like. Irrelevant, suck ass. yeah, right. And then the other thing too is like when people tell you problems, like just listen, don't try to be like, Yeah, like my you know, this happened to me too. And it's like, No, man, just just fucking listen. Like, I don't like, yes, I understand that you went through something similar, but like, just to, what people want to just get something off their chest, just listen, man, just like just be there for them because that's going to mean way more than then, than you all of a sudden be like, Yeah, because you know the same thing happened to me but way worse so it's like no nah, man just just be there for him
1: and, and i feel like this helped me open up about it because i'm not afraid afraid to speak about those things anymore like i yeah. even i wouldn't even mind speaking about it here with you guys you know like certain things that happen you know yeah. but like that's that's what i'm saying like it's just it's helped a lot to be able to talk about those things a lot more freeing and not embarrassing you know what mm-hmm. I because mean? it's not it's not embarrassing you were a kid you you know even no matter what happens in your life it's not embarrassing things happen people yeah. go through life situations happen and you know it's good to talk about those things no you
3: know,
2: it's like. important
1: to just like i mean i'm not saying it. to speak to everybody but i'm saying like yeah, yeah. but like you know to talk to someone that you you know that you're very confident close with, with yeah confident with,
2: and you 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 haven't uh visited though with like a mental health professional or anything like never, that though
1: never not since i was like a kid and my mom when my parents got divorced and she tried to go to therapy yeah yeah but i mean okay there's more to that. So it was good for good reason that she tried to make me go to therapy. <laughs> yeah. I was I probably, acting out. I probably <laughs> needed it. Not that I was acting out, but I, you know, there was just.
2: It's a hard time for a kid. It's, there yeah.
1: Was, and there's a lot more to it for, you know, for me. It's just, yeah. It's never yeah. that clean, you know, when things. When things well, when
0: yeah, a divorce is never like. All yeah, right, yeah it's live, super yeah, tough. Yeah, no.
1: yeah. And, you know, that type of dynamic is weird, too. You know
2: what I mean? Like, yeah. It's a confusing dynamic. Too, you know I mean? like,
1: yeah. yeah. And, you guys both have your parents that are but Mine's separated as really tainted the way i think i've seen relationships and uh, over, okay. you know i mean like damn it's, dog it's hard it's hard to like
2: don't be too much of a nihilist though bro yeah
1: no i was no i'm saying but i'm saying it's like hard to i'm sure for the beginning of yeah you know, it was hard for me to understand how things are supposed to work because i've never uh, seen yeah something i get good you work i totally it, it, it sounds yeah. so cliche like honestly, no i mean like but like it's like you just don't understand how things work because you've only seen them not work. You've only seen the bad. Yeah. You've only seen them not work. So you've like, seen it from the other side. I can't. It's hard to see
0: how things are going to work and how. Mm-hmm. You know? When you've only seen the bad, yeah. So I, Yeah. yeah, I, I could definitely understand that point of view. Yeah you know I mean? Yeah.
2: I mean, I guess the reason why I brought up this subject was because I learned as an adult. um, I, I got diagnosed with ADHD, dude. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, it made me realize why I am the way that I am. But like
0: did you feel like relieved you're like or did you feel more like damn like i'm i'm in this category dude because it's not a negative yeah. connotation
2: yeah okay i can understand why you think that and then you like do the research and so like like a lot of the things that having adhd comes with and then you kind of makes you feel like a piece of shit about yourself because it makes you realize you're more likely to be in car accidents you're more likely to end up in prison you're more likely to have um, either be a CEO or be homeless. Like, yeah. there's, like, very little in between. It's just a very weird thing that has a lot to do with your personality traits and yeah. how you're going to carry out a lot of things and important things in your life. For example, like, one of the things that I have a really hard time with is, like, maintaining a lot of close relationships. Yeah. Like, I basically have, like, the bandwidth to keep, like, Four or five like people that I can like keep in contact with yeah. or else like I'm focusing like on what's immediately in front of me and like essentially what I have to do to get past the next month or yeah. like near time very frame close proximity. yeah like I have yeah. dude I am quite literally the worst in the world to keep in track with people who are like at a far distance from me yeah like sometimes there are things that with my significant other that I should like pick up on that I haven't picked up on because like I'm in like my own blinders in my own yeah. world, like having to worry about, you know, whatever is in the back of my mind. And and yeah, like that, that was just a thing that I I found out as as I got older and I had no idea I I like struggled throughout school, my whole schooling career um, being completely unaware of all those things. I would have this. Hyper focus on like subjects that I cared about reading and like social studies like essentially and some science But any any subjects that I did not like it was like fucking Chinese It was it was just brutal willpower that I had to like sit there yeah. for an hour and a half on like one homework assignment That really should would have taken other people like 30 minutes and I just had to like Willpower that shit yeah. and there was just a lot of situations like that where I had to deal with and i had no idea that that was a thing like i i would hear like other people in my life mention things like ADD, adhd Mm -hmm. and you're just like oh what the fuck is that like that's so silly that's like some doctor made up shit to like sell to sell Sell pills pills. yeah that's like what you think right and and then i was like going to the doctor and telling them yeah i have these issues like i have a hard time like focusing on on things like xyz or whatever and then Well, he goes on to tell me, okay, like, like, thank you for telling me. I want to run you through this, like, variety of tests and, Mm -hmm. like, cognitive tests. We go through, like, five hours of testing of, like, these, like, essentially, like, games that you would play, like, on an app. Like, cognitive games, like, almost, like, memory, things like that. And he was just, like, absorbing everything that I was doing that wasn't even game-related. Like, sometimes I would tap the shit out of my leg. I would, Mm -hmm. like do a lot of these little ticks and things like that. So he would take that whole profile and he told me like, yeah, you, you have this, that, Mm. and like, I think you should do this or that. But like my, me, um, not having access to like healthcare on a long-term basis has low key affected how often I am even able to deal with that shit. Like, like now that I've had like a, a good to decent job and, with good to decent healthcare, like, I've been able to take care of it for a few, like, six months or so. Yeah. But even before that, I used to have to go to, like, this pay-to- or pay-to-see clinic in Darien because it was more affordable than, like, the fucking insurance prices that you would see sometimes. Like, yeah. Yeah, so it's just been... What are you doing now for it? Uh, I mean, now I I see a counselor and a psychiatrist, and, um yeah, I, I see them. They have me, uh, on AZ, what's it called? A stimulant. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like it's, in my opinion, it's helped me a lot with, uh, not feeling super overwhelmed with every task. Cause I have this thing where like at work, I'll start a task, but I like spread myself out too thin sometimes. Like I'll try to do everything at once rather than like take it like step by step or something yeah, like that. Right. And it's just it, there's there's been a lot of things like that where I can't direct my focus in a way that's like as productive as it should be. And uh now that now that I've yeah, now that I've uh begun to deal with a lot of those things, it's it's helped a lot, man. Like it it helps I would say the number one thing it helps with is like confidence, bro. Cuz like like before this like my confidence in myself was like super shot like i i would always just think i would always second guess myself like is this right like did i remember that correctly like um if i would go uh perhaps i don't know to a room or something like that and they and somebody tells you hey make sure you close the door like i have to triple check that shit because like i very well might forget that shit and it's just little things like that where you feel like all these little incidents where you're letting people down but you're not really meaning to and it's like that dude that'll that shoot your confidence like
0: right because then all of a sudden you're yeah. the guy who's not dependable and yeah. Like, yeah no it's just you just you feel so overwhelmed that like you don't know if everything's being done and all of a sudden you're not being you know called reliable so it's like that's no fault of your own it's just like that's that's the way your brain works
1: that sounds like my brother man like Uriah yeah
0: that
1: sounds like him a lot
2: Dude, there's yeah. a, lot a lot of a lot of, of males. Like
1: yeah. He's like very like he. You can't depend on him for stuff because he's just all over the place and he can't get something done. And like yeah. He always forget stuff. Does stuff Does he
2: like, have uh, hyper focus on a certain certain sure. subjects? I don't know about school. Well, I I don't mean just subjects, like big, but big like interests games, and things like that. Like video games yeah. Huge into that and
1: stuff like that, but I don't know. That's just being a kid, but like yeah. very very. No, <clears> there a is. Lot of
2: symptoms like yeah. What there there is something to even add people being able to focus on um video games because of like it's it's gamified like you're oh you reach the objective oh you reach the objective here's that dopamine hit here's that dopamine hit like it's yeah it's It's gamified to yeah Yeah, to chemically induce him to want to come back
0: for sure no that's that's the big thing is just like did you feel like seeking help was like ultimately what It has helped you from from then to now.
2: Yeah, man, like big time. Um, I would say, dude, for me, the one like plus that I see the most and that I'm like the most relieved about is like the relationship aspect, bro. Like, yeah, I used to be, or I was so like tunnel visioned in on my life. Like, I did not give a fuck about anybody. I just even if it was like my close friends and you know me like, Luis, like you would text me yeah. and shit and i'll get back to you when i get back to you like i i'm terrible at texting back i'll reach out once in a while but like and in, in my opinion that is the one aspect i am the most like grateful to be getting better at. i am getting better at speaking about myself because yeah. like i was super uncomfortable Speaking about myself because of ADHD. Yeah. And I'm sure some family issues there, too, and how it was brought up. Like, I'm sure it's a, a mixture of both. But, yeah, I I had a super hard time opening up about myself, talking about myself, um, or any internal past, things like that. And, and now that I'm taking... Like a stimulant it, it makes me feel more present It makes me feel like I'm more in the room in Rather the than awesome. Like in my own head yeah. Like thinking 10 things Oh these guys are thinking this Like these guys are like Thinking this or that yeah. Or like you overthink Something you said Like three sentences ago Like and Nobody's thinking about yeah, it Yeah nobody's you. thinking About it but you Like And And One other thing That makes me feel Really good about it dude Is like I feel like it's Make It makes me more present In my own relationship Even like yeah. Yeah, and, and and that, in my opinion, is like really exciting for me. But it's something you just can't substitute. Because it was an issue that I had, like in the past, man. Like in, I I wasn't as present as I should have been in a lot of like moments, and I yeah, I, it it's a terrible habit, dude. Like you, right. it's just a terrible habit. It's not a good habit to have, and um, it makes me feel really good that you know I'm I'm taking the issue head on, and I mean to digress a little bit to anybody who thinks like oh like it's like a big pharma thing and all that like that was literally me like that was me um and then the doctor's like yeah i mean like you can say that but like we've studied brains with adhd and brains without and you can tell them apart on a scan like there's physiological differences to how your brains are made up it's not about what you think it's about (laughs) what the brain scan says you know so it's like yeah I'm not gonna fucking argue with that you know like I have strong opinions and stuff but I am willing to change my mind on the evidence and, and ultimately if you tried yeah. it
0: and it didn't work then you'd be like alright then it doesn't work right.
1: exactly would you yeah. feel I know you're saying stuff about when you were younger would you feel fun talking talk about like what you meant by that like what type of things you think caused that as like a younger like low self esteem
2: uh, wh- Um. what do you mean like the yeah, I know
1: you're talking about like you know you said something about
2: uh, not being able to talk and stuff yeah I think that has to do more with my family, like unit, not being a, a tight family unit and a very cohesive family unit. Like, um, me having the exposure that I do now, I've been around like my, I'm not gonna like, I guess out anybody who may not want to be outed, but I've been around other family units who seem much more cohesive as an adult. And I can, like, I see the parents, like, speaking to the kids, like, every day, all day, like, how was your day? Like, this or that. And while I want to say that I had a a good childhood and my parents did the best they could, I'm not going to lie and say that they did those things as well, right? So, I just grew up with, like, a very, like, stoic kind of, like, parents, almost, how was your day? Good. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, oh, good. good. I can... Yeah, like almost, not that they didn't care about me, but like they didn't dig that deep. You know what I mean? Like, 100%. did you do your homework? Yeah, 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 I did it. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm not going to check anything. I'm not yeah. going gonna... to. Call teacher, call teacher called teacher your email? Me. No, no, care. No. Okay. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? 100%, 100%. Yeah, so like that, that was the reason why I say that I, my... My background was not that little, like, Mexican kid that's like, Hey, va a saludar y darle un beso yeah. a todo. Like, I wish that they were, like, like that with me low-key, but that wasn't it, you know? Like, you. they were more like, oh, you're okay? Like, everything's good? Okay, like, yeah. that's it. Like, they, and at the time, like, my parents had me at 18, 19. Right. Like, yeah, so, like, they were kids raising kids, you know? like
0: Yeah, it ultimately is going to yeah. not work out. Yeah, 100%. I can Mm -hmm. relate to that for sure. Yeah, yeah, I can relate to that one hundred percent. Where you just have parents that like are so caught up in their own shit that like, you're like, yeah, man, I fucking I scored a goal today, and they're like, all right, did you guys lose? And they're like, well, yeah, and they're like, all right, well, that sucks. Like, damn, okay, well, fuck the performance. It's
1: one of those things that just sounds like, like thinking about them now, like things like that, where it's like, man, I shouldn't care about those. Like, you don't like you don't now, but but at the moment it meant a lot. Like now you don't care, like. and we, I feel like we all have stories like that. Like your parents may not have cared about your schoolwork or like maybe yeah. no how you were doing at times because it's yeah. like, oh, yeah. he's fine. Like, and you might have something like where your parents didn't care about, you, know, like you're saying soccer or whatever. Yeah. Like my, same, same here. Like, you <laughs> know, could just, have had just the absent, worst absent parents. Team, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Just, they just were too caught up or, you know.
0: Yeah. And then they would go and they do just like stand with their crossed arms on the sideline. And you're like, well, no matter what I do, I'm not gonna fucking meet his expectations. So fuck it, I'll get a red card. <laughs> you're like, all right, well, I might as well get sent off. Yeah, you got a man, story there, buddy. You
1: guys know how much I love sports too. Like, I played yeah. a lot of sports. Yeah. In my, my, never been to any one of my sports events not since I was like five years old. Yeah. And I've is, uh, and I've done like a lot. I played in big yeah. things. I played in like, you know, and you know, for club for all year round, like you know, big big things and. But that's just like that's just it. Like at the time, maybe it bothered me, but like now, it's like it's like I understand. You know, you understand when you yeah. talk about and people's like, hey, he was going. People go through stuff. They, yeah, you know, there's reasons for everything. You know,
0: yeah, no, one hundred percent. Anything we want to get off our chest before we uh, close this episode? you guys want to talk about any? I any, I did childhood trauma. <laughs> I that, like. I mean, I could.
2: Do I something had something interesting that hard. I I yeah. thought was fun. I asked my mom, right? Yeah, I was like you know, Mom, what's your opinion on machismo and Hispanic culture and our culture in general? And I just asked her for her analysis on it in general. And uh, I'm going to paraphrase this because I obviously translated to English, but she went on to tell me that she believes that, uh, in her opinion, women are programmed and made to think at a young age that they have to caretake for men and do a variety of things for them that may or may not be appreciated. These teachings go a long, long way. Some we- and some women do it to feel fulfilled. And, like, they are, quote-unquote, good wives.
0: Interesting.
2: So I want to get, like, your guys' opinion. Because I know we were going to... Or we briefly mentioned machismo. And that as a topic. So, you know, just to, like, bring that to the table. What do you guys think about that?
0: In, in what aspect exactly? Like, in being, like, a...
2: Do you th- think that those are some societal norms that are reinforced on women and like young men
0: i think some they were they were but they are being less and less mm-hmm. yeah brain, like, i mean like that's true especially people our age that are like raising kids yeah you know, which because they are a lot now right? dude sh-
2: you're, your your like, daughter she ain't going like 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 <laughs> like to like, be like that. I feel like it's almost switched. She ain't going to be like that. like a lot
1: yeah. of women are in charge yeah. now, like, very, you know, very vocal. And Which yeah. is good,
0: and that shouldn't, like, affect men to mm-hmm. be like, no. oh, women <laughs> who have their shit together shouldn't be intimidating. Yeah. That should be like, holy shit, like, she has her own job. She drives her own car. Like, she doesn't depend on mommy and daddy. Like, she's out there. You shouldn't be intimidated, like, oh, why would she want me when, like, Dude, look, people are people at the end of the day. Like, no matter what they do for work or their job, like, people want love. And if you come to the table and like, you're like, maybe you do make more money than me. Maybe you do drive a nice, nicer car than I do. But, like, listen, I, I can still provide. Like, I can still, like, meet you. on, on like halfway on a lot of stuff. Like, I can still help pay for dinner. And ultimately, like, if you're just a good fucking guy who, like, ha- has your shit together. And, like, you come to the table with, like, hey, like, this is how much I make. This is my credit score and like communication yeah just and just be honest right. don't try to be like yeah you know like I got a bonus and I'm making this much it's like you don't lie yeah Dude, just be yourself and like someone's gonna love you
1: and just communicate what you feel is good for a relationship because I feel like that's that's key now like literally sit down with your partner and be like mm. hey this is what I expect from you um, you can tell me what you expect from me and we can figure out how to make this you know, yeah, yeah. Work. it's not like we have roles anymore yeah. it's like no, like... No, it's hey, it, much more diluted it's, now. And it's way more like, but you need to be honest about what you expect from a person yeah. because you're only going to be set up for...
0: Right. Because there can be a lot failure. of expectations through, like, social media of, like, oh, right. when he takes me out to but dinner. There's only a few like, things that you
1: like, really care about. You know? You know, yeah. You know, like, yeah. It's, not, it's not all that.
0: No, it's like get down to the room. like What are your most important
2: There's, factors for you yeah. and your relationship? Figure that out with your partner.
0: Because well, I, figure it out with yourself first. Yeah. You, uh, yeah. Someone, like, right. you want a woman or you right. want a man who does this right. and this and this is like, uh-huh. no, nah, man, what do you want? Right. You know, like what do you find achievable? Not find achievable. What do you find that's going to like bring you happiness for the rest of your life? And,
1: and that's the thing because I feel like that's what a lot of men and women cheat for is because they're not receiving what they could have asked their partner for yeah when like, in
0: reality their partner could have provided that all along they could
1: have provided it all along They just need to speak and have that type of standard even if it is uncomfortable because yeah. it's a it, you have to it's a give and take you have to right. do things that you think may be shallow or maybe you know maybe but that's just what would make that you know what you like in yourself and you have to be honest with that because yeah. it's only gonna you're gonna find it somewhere else. Yeah, I, I've I've seen it. Yeah. You're gonna find it somewhere else. You know, I, imagine if your girlfriend didn't dress, or like, I mean, I'm not trying to be a way, but like certain things where I think about, like, like you want, like one thing, one aspect of a relationship is attract, is like being attracted to your partner. Yeah, I mean, and I feel like one thing <laughs> is like when you cheat and you see all these shiny objects, it's like, well, maybe if your wife dressed up for you or like, you know, yeah, push that type 100%. of stuff. Like, be honest with it. It sounds shallow but it's like that's the type of sacrifice you make but like and if she asked for something like you like maybe you take her out to dinner twice a week instead of once a month you know yeah. I mean? like and that may sound shallow you spend more money on her but that's what makes her happy yeah. but like, yeah
0: maybe she wants you to buy Yeah I mean I, th- th- I sure. think I think
2: at the root exactly. a root of what you're saying is like communicate yeah. right yeah. like tell each other
0: but and yeah. don't
1: be but another thing is don't be afraid to say the things that sound bad because that's how yeah. it's better to say
0: a bad ones and be like, this is what I want. Because that's how you feel. You then know I mean? in like a year goes by mm-hmm. and you're like, this is why I did all this heinous acts.
1: Right. And I've seen relationship work and people that have learned like, one thing I take from now is like, I do speak to, for example, like my father, a, a lot more about like relationship stuff, just yeah. how he ends things with wife. And some of it makes sense in what's worked because he's had a lot of bad ones, but he's like, hey, I found what works for me. And it was, it was this, it was like, I'm very open with her. He's like, this is my wife. He's like what you provide i need you to provide this and if you don't then that's just that's you know that's that's what i need from you yeah like you yeah. tell me what you need from me and one of them i remember one of them we did say it, was, it sounded shallow he's like he's like i don't i don't want you to like i don't want to come home and and have you dressed up in like sweatpants all the time and not have be like excited for me yeah and stuff like that and it's like i can understand that and i know it sounds shallow and bad yeah. and it's like it's
0: just it's the truth yeah. of things at times yeah yeah
2: yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, if if you see your partner only at home for a few hours, you don't no, want your only no. impression of them to be, you know, in a oversized t-shirt oversized, an oversized t shirt and oversized. Yeah, I get you. what yeah, you're I'm saying. Not saying right. that.
1: It's like that's everybody and that's what everybody looks uh, for. But I'm yeah, just right. as a, a shallow
2: example. He was being clear about his wants and dislikes, yeah. and you know, at the end of the day, they're both being open. Right. And know? I feel
1: like that takes away from the my cheese bonus back to the main parts. Like that yeah. takes away from your machismo roles and what it's expected from a woman because everybody has different expectations and yeah be open with those expectations to make those things
2: homie on our freaking group chat like phone call what were you gonna say because i remember you were gonna bring something up about um our relationships or something and that you were like oh you, you know what i have to mention this to you about you don't remember that
1: do but I don't remember what I was on
2: because I remember you wanted to say like oh I, I have to tell you this one because I feel this way about your relationship but never mind I'm going to bring it up for the podcast I completely forgot yeah. I know what you're talking about though. I remember you said that uh-huh. yeah
1: if I, if I figure it out I'll, I'll let you know yeah
2: I just what? I was just curious I had been thinking about it I was like what the fuck is
0: this dude gonna, gonna tell me <laughs> <What is> this it's
1: <laughs> funny but yeah
0: yeah man. definitely you no know, it's definitely about being like sacrificial as well you know like making sure that you're there for them emotionally and physically as much as possible because like with me with my, like my biggest issue is like just not being fucking like there present just like being in my brain mm-hmm. and like yeah, most issue. women want just like bro are you fucking listening to them like yeah you just like obviously some people you know it goes relation to relationship but it's like yeah you could be there physically next to them and just be on your phone and just be like fucking around yeah but it's about being present yeah because that's you know that's something that i feel like i can definitely work on more it's like just like hey how how are you you know which being honest being open talking about it and just like maybe that's something that they want more than you because for us you know it's different because we'll, we'll just focus on one fucking article, and then we'll just like do a rabbit hole on why the U.S. invaded Nicaragua in 1980. <laughs> and you're all of a sudden you're like, "Where are okay. my car is at?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, "All right, it's what'd you a say? A Where my what at?" Cars at. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, "Fuck, is QAnon real?" I didn't know if you said Sandinista <laughs> or contras. I thought you said that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I man. It's from it's from Theo Von. Theo
1: You Oh him? hell no. He's like. He talks about his to this guy. He's like, yeah, my dad's um, half Nicaraguan. He's like, he's, like, he's like, yeah. He's like, he's like, you're half Nicaraguan. He's like, yeah. He's like, where? no wonder I like
2: Theo Vaughn. He's, like, he's, like, he's got that like, little like flair to he's him. Like, where? where yeah, he's got a little flavor to him. Yeah. He's
0: he's like, like, Where's yeah, all so my so cars at? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he's funny. I like him. So funny. It's got a special enough. Let's go check it out. It's actually pretty bad. I love the Obama but the special. It's not good. Oh, it's not that good? good. I was okay. to the first 10 minutes and I'm like, <laughs> It's <laughs> bad, bro. Dude, it's not are, funny before
2: we end up closing up the podcast it will be and stuff. Soon. Um, I did want to low-key bring up about... Did you guys have a chance to look at that uh, article I sent you on the whole plastics? And yes, I did. How that affected thing.
0: it? I did read the whole thing. Did um, you... I was kind of confused by it. So the article that Juan is referencing is an article by um, Sarah... What's your name?
2: I'm not sure. It's an article. Uh, the title is called Male Sperm Count and Plastic. Um, it's an article on The Intercept. Uh, I don't remember the... Name of the author right now, but essentially it's a short little summary of uh, Dr. Shauna Swan, who is a uh, senior author of a study who conducted a meta study of 185 studies. Wow, well, say that fast involving 43,000 women or men that found that total sperm fell between 59% from the years 1973 and 2011. So that's just like a thing that's been out in the news a lot about how Shauna Swan was the Yeah, yeah. Uh, about how um male sperm count and testosterone in general has been dropping uh like essentially for the whole global male population. And I just wanted to bring that up uh about how you guys what you guys think about it, whether you guys think it has anything to do with our conversations today because like she talked about how men who suffer from this phthalate... um I guess you could say contact as, yeah. as they were developing are way more likely to be anxious and depressed. Yeah, so she
0: talks about like, uh, specifically like stuff that's made with like the chemical that comes off of plastic. Yeah. And that's where this is coming from. So, I mean, everything comes in fucking plastic now.
2: Yeah, that's her point, dude. So why, like, why do we think that the sperm count is dropping globally?
0: So it's like, if that's truly the case if like, that's what we're pinpointing. Yeah. Then we should stop making shit. I mean.
2: Gasoline used to be leaded.
0: Yeah.
2: Gasoline used to make you dumber. (laughs) Literally. All over the world. There's a reason why it's called unleaded gasoline. Because the shit. Yeah. The shit that they used to make used to have lead in it and you would breathe it in and you were more likely to have Alzheimer's at a younger age. (laughs) It would drop your IQ points. It's
1: called unleaded. Damn, bro. I'm about to. Cut all the sides off my queso fresco
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally Bro cause Everything comes out Plastic dude Everything like, Even the vitamins That you take For testosterone Have fucking Is in a plastic container Yeah Like dude the, Cause if you take Like I take uh, uh, Ashwagandha root And like pigium Which like I suppose Fish to- oil like fish oil of zinc vitamin d3 like all that's supposed to help with like testosterone but if like if all that stuff is in plastic and in plastic cap like capsules then like then what's the point the the <laughs> number water bottles start drinking wine bottles <laughs> yeah, yeah low-key some, some of the the mi-
2: the biggest problems that she was talking about were water bottles and um mm-hmm. uh, to-go containers I stop water and and, and soft box. plastic box water,
0: box, box. Box water only
2: like soft plastic wrap or any, any sort of plastic like that. Those are the ones that leach the most into foods.
0: So, like, what about plastic containers that like Tupperware? Like, stop using those? Use they, glass only? Uh glass yeah,
2: yeah, literally. I'm going to throw them all away. Literally. She, she was talking about don't ever put anything plastic in the microwave. Honey,
0: we're throwing away all our plastic containers. We're throwing away all our plastic containers.
1: Fuck you
2: are.
0: She's like I'm throwing away All the containers. Are you gonna
2: pay for it? Yeah Love you I love that she doesn't Question it She trusts you <laughs>
0: Alright I'll help you She's right now the <laughs> 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 that, They have a good reason yeah, for whatever it Whatever they're on whatever um, Yeah, that means that we just stop eating shit in plastic. Yeah. Stop putting shit in plastic in the microwave. Right. Yeah. Those th- those are I'm like saying. some of so bad for you, bro. Those are some of the I worst have glass ones. But I yeah. Have enough of them. Just,
2: yeah, yeah. It 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 literally sucks to. Should
0: I just wrap shit in aluminum foil and throw that in the microwave?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what you should do.
0: I mean, there's no plastic on that. Makes sense <laughs> with me. It's
1: metal, Let me know too. how that goes. We'll just put two plates on top of each other. <laughs> That's <laughs> not a bad idea, though. Wrap that up <laughs> in a little <foil laughs> And then take that to work. <laughs> like, what
0: is this guy doing? <laughs> this <guy laughs> has got drugs? Oh, <laughs> no, it's, it's for my testosterone. <laughs> I don't want it to go down. <laughs> 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 trying to, try to keep a healthy... That'll level. understand, I right? keep my T up. Yeah, trying to keep my... Where your T levels be? Uh-huh, okay. Uh...
2: I guess to finish up with, like, that topic, Yeah. in 2017, Dr. Shauna Swan documented how average sperm counts among Western men have more than halved in 40 years. <laughs> oh, and, Western? Thank yeah. Me. And she goes on to predict that by uh, 2045, most couples may need to use assisted reproduction. Wow. So like I know like Low key it's, it's a purpose, bro. So I know like, low key image. People think it's a funny Like it's a funny thing You know we, we're making fun of it A yeah. little bit But At the I end mean, of, At the end of the day Like lo, I mean it is kind of Like a, a serious subject That affects that guy, A lot of people
0: Obviously like uh, Causation does not Equal correlation mm-hmm. And vice versa But like There have been Less and less kids Being born In the last 10 years Like it's a fact and, like, you know, single kids are more and more, like, common. Like, just, yeah. like, like, no brothers and sisters. Yeah. And I wonder if that also has to do with it. Like, yeah. maybe before they were just so reproductive because there was less shit in plastics. Like, oh, fuck. Like, she's pregnant now. Yeah. Whereas now, like, obviously, like, there's a lot more, um, uh, not abstinence, but what's the other, like, uh. Not birth control birth control yeah that's I would say like, like a context, reproductive maybe. choice
2: like you right. you get to actually choose right yeah. so
0: there's probably that and contraceptive yeah, yeah contraception yeah. that's probably the word maybe you, you were are not in here but like your sperm is so weak that it's like not making the trip
2: it's not making it all the way up no it's like Fuck, those swimmers man. aren't swimming like Michael Phelps they're like, like hey bro like <laughs>
0: <laughs> if we're in the shower we're good we'll swim to the bottom we're good but yeah maybe yeah. gravity do yeah, exactly. and start using gravity, yeah. Start exactly. Having sex
1: upside down, do that. That would make
2: more sense, for example. Like, uh, <laughs> this interview with Dr. Shauna Swan, and one of the questions that she had, uh, she mentioned how essentially our grand or women's grandmothers today in many countries would have been more fertile at age 35 than a lot of young women are today, wow. yeah. So, like, Jeez. the so it's is it like a man and woman, yeah jesus yep completely um so so it's oh, just, might have a point. Yeah,
0: just
2: it's just like a little controls. thing that's hardly <laughs> talked about i i like you guys being who you are you know being kind of you're like a really big health guy right
0: you i try to be
2: you uh, so i would consider you like in the know on a lot of things i i assume that you read a lot about I have no idea about this though yeah so that caught me off guard yeah, like and you too because like you're in physical sciences quite yeah. literally in the sciences of like the human body i would think that at some point it yeah. might have like run across your vision or you something like up. that
0: dude i take everything that i can i'm like dude i, am no I know spirit. and that's, why, really that's, that's why that's
2: why i just knew just that you would be interested maybe. in the subject
0: what huh? Nah, but that's impossible you can't let <laughs> the spirits that like that devil that devil inside you you need to that let it up. it's gonna clog you up you need to be clogged up are you talking about yeah, lactose? No, we're talking about like non-masturbating which yeah. is another thing that men, <laughs> men have men have an issue with it's like it'll, porn addiction yeah, it'll,
1: it'll bring up your T, your testosterone Yeah, you just don't, don't masturbate
0: Yeah, it's actually really helpful Men who watch porn on a weekly basis that's actually an addiction and that's actually bad
1: other mental health tips. We all look at George at the same time. <laughs> what are you talking about? We all look at Louis at the same time. He's lying. We're all looking at he's George deflected. at
0: the same time. Pop open his he's browser deflected. history. Control H, Control A, delete. Um, How do you do it? Midget porn <laughs> pegging. That, you just see one shit one that like I was that. Doing. Control H. <laughs> uh, beautiful man. That was a really good emotional podcast. I'm glad we uh, opened up about a lot of stuff. Yeah. And um, there's a little
2: bit of. You know, good good amount of trauma.
1: Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, if you want some more trauma, we definitely have more in the books. Oh <laughs> get into specific... Should we just touch this
0: episode again? We can, we can, we can this episode next all
1: episode all again next week, and we'll really get into deep stories
0: of um. Fuck that! Real childhood yeah. trauma. Right, I next. disagree.
2: I'm gonna try to make them change their mind.
0: <laughs> Juan might not be attending <laughs> us, but all right, next week <laughs> we go even deeper on the trauma. Um, Fuck that! With that being said, uh, any closing statements? We'll start with uh, Juan.
2: You know what? How about we start with you today, Luis?
0: Start with me? Yeah, man. Uh, Go watch Narco Season 3. Tell me what you think. Um, Comment down below what you thought about. Smash that like button. Subscribe. Leave a review. And uh, more importantly, go to therapy. Seek psychiatric help. Um, Your issues are important uh, to you. And the most important thing is uh, hitting them face on and stop letting that shit eat you from the inside out. That was beautiful.
1: Yeah, no, guys, definitely stay on top of it. Be open. Be vulnerable. It's alright. We're all human. Yeah. We're all same. We're all trying to make it to the end. We're all trying to get to the finish line. Yeah, it's not a race. So let's 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 get there all together.
0: Damn, that was beautiful. Juan, bring it home.
2: Bet, um well, I wanna give a recommendation. Uh anybody who hasn't seen uh, the show on Hulu Dope Sick should low key check it out. It's a really fun, or not fun. Terrible word for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good watch. Um, it's a drama that's based on real life events, but it's dramatized. How would you
0: dramatized?
2: Dramatized in a really good way, where it's super entertaining. You don't even feel like you're, you know, watching anything that's based on real life. But it's fucking crazy good. It just shows. How big business can sometimes, you know, bully regulators around to let them do what they do. Um, but it's a great show based on the opioid epidemic, something we lately touched on today, not really. Um, in addition to that, though, I would say let us know in the comments what you think about the Travis Scott, Aaron Rodgers situation. Who do you think holds more responsibility? Whether you think Travis Scott holds uh, the majority of responsibility or whether you think the operations team he was working with, the security team he was working with. Also, while you're at it, let us know whether you think Aaron Rodgers is a Karen or a (laughs) lying little bitch. Karen (laughs) Rodgers. So Uh, let us know. Please drop that comment on our Facebook page. Give us the freaking engagement it's good for the algorithm i am not above saying those things out loud
0: let them have it yeah uh and the other thing too is if you want to and for you too in the room go watch midnight gospel on netflix it's a fantastic narrative slash cartoon that took duncan trussell and real life conversations (sighs) that he had with real people (laughs) and i've seen it doesn't he have another show midnight gospel is the one on netflix and it's the kind of animated one okay it's really short. It's like 10 episodes, 30 minutes. I've each been day.
2: recommended that one in the past by it a good friend named broke, Luis, funny enough.
0: broke me down in like three episodes where he. Because just, just watch just it. Just watch it. Just watch it. Just watch it. Dude, it like. What would you
2: say is the theme of the show, though? Like
0: um, Self evaluation. And like. Doesn't sound like a lot of other shows.
2: Would you say it's a pretty unique watch?
0: It's very unique because the animation, it's like animated. It was animated and created by the same guy that made Adventure Time. Like Black Mirror? no it's but it's like dude every episode is like that's really self-analyzation that is very self-analyzation yeah this is just like the cartoon that's going on in the background is kind of like oh that's interesting and that's kind of funny but then the conversation they're having you're just like oh geez this is like a really deep topic and the cartoon is kind of just like a depiction of like what goes on in the mental brain and yeah and no, i really recommend minute gospel And if you have trouble thinking about oh do other people have these thoughts watch that and you'll realize like it's a lot more common than you think.
2: Watch it on a slight dose of psilocybin while you're at <laughs> it.
0: I would not I would not recommend watching that show drunk or high, so Oh, uh, with that being said, thank you so much for listening to another episode and, and we'll see Fuck you Ronald Reagan. Next week <laughs>